0: Hello and welcome to Abnormal Mapping episode 150! We made it! A century and a half of excellence.
1: That's a lot of podcasts.
0: I'm your host, and With me is my regular host, Jackson.
1: Uh, hello! Welcome! It's our final podcast of our first decade.
0: Uh, I guess that's true. I was like, what are you What are you building up to? Uh, I have COVID. I want to be up front. I'm sick. I'm getting better. But and I'm going to try to mute my mic around coughs and throat clears. But if the energy level's bad or I cough into the mic or the muting seems really aggressive and obvious, uh, that's why we're, we're yeah. soldiering on.
1: Uh, I was like, we can we can move things around. You are like I just want to get it done.
0: I just want to get it done. I, you know, I played it, I finished the game like a week and a half ago. Yeah, you finished the game before you got COVID. Yeah, and now it's like I've wow, got I've shit. got packs of it. I'm on the road to recovery. It's just you know, touch and go. <laughs> yes
1: not good living in plagueland uh it's true um but uh here we are it's time to talk about video games Um, it is time
0: to talk about video games uh what have you done this month video games wise
1: I've played, like, half of Paradise Killer, but I haven't finished it, so I, can, I can't really talk about it. I'm having a great time, though. Cool game. Incredible vibes. Perfect aesthetic. I mean, I
0: feel like you could talk about uh, the part that I like the most, which is just wandering a cool island collecting orbs and reading uh, about the weird world they live in.
1: <laughs> I love to go around an island collecting orbs and reading about the world where they're living and finding little ghosts. You talk to about six evil guys, and you find one normal guy, he's like, I'm a ghost and my life is ruined and I need my ring. Um... Because all of you people have been murdering
0: us because... And you're like, it wasn't me. I've been in prison for 10 million years. <laughs> Look,
1: I, I I mean, I'm not necessarily ideologically opposed to all the murder that's going on, but I did technically yeah, no, get it's outcast like, it's like from I that I would be doing
0: it, but I didn't this time. So you can't blame me.
1: <laughs> Those guys kicked me out. So I, I guess I'm not responsible anymore. But I didn't... This wasn't the part I had a problem with.
0: <laughs> Lady Love Dies being like, oh, this is so horrible. I was not here to do all of the crimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Um it just the thing that strikes me about it is how many things in that game are basically exactly the things everyone complains about um in terms of the writing uh in that there is no there is no secret. There is no thing that makes writing good. You just have to make the writing good. It is extremely like, <laughs> look at these quirky characters uh, with their fun, des- fun designs, and they're all like flirting with each other, uh, and they're all being like kind of ironically bantering about it, right? Like things that people find yes. annoying. Uh, it's just good. It's i feel like a lot of writing complaints focus on the tone when the tone is like well no you just mean it's bad so if if someone did the same tone but wrote wrote it good you wouldn't complain the the problem Um,
0: the problem is it's really impossible to give the advice well the writing just has to be good doesn't it
1: i just i mean this is i I posted this out like years ago now but the thing is like 90% of writing advice is useless because if you're good at writing it doesn't matter and if you're not it won't help Um, (laughs) yes which is not which like it comes off as mean than it is because i mean it as an indictment of the like writing advice industrial complex not of the yes. idea of improvement you, you went
0: to school for this and they taught you basically uh it's useless all of this yes. Yeah, so this is
1: me being annoyed at school not me saying you can't improve or that like writing is not a craft yeah um but i do think that like you know the for spoken right for game everyone this is not it's not really like for spoken but it, it does have similar like funny banter stuff uh, it's mm. just not the most embarrassing thing you've ever read in your life uh, cuz it's yeah. better written than that um and it it just you know i i just sometimes think about how uh, uh people focus a lot on the like surface level tone like you remember when um uh viewfinder the demo dropped and yes. there was like one line of someone being like, "Oh, I can do this now." And like there was a clip going around of oh, I'm muting this garbage. And yes. I it was one line. It's one line. Like I, I get it's in the way, but it's one line. Um, and uh, was, you know, uh, so I, I enjoyed this for just being a very good one of those. Uh, so far, I'm like to finish it, but I've been mostly playing Demon Turf and dealing with a bunch of real life stuff this week. Yeah,
0: certainly.
1: Um, so what about you? You've been Uh, I assume you've still been gaming-moded, but just not as much.
0: Yeah, um, you know, I did all right. (laughs) Um, So, I will say, I'm going to save a, a game for another podcast. Would you like to hear me talk about Tulip? You can listen to uh, whatever episode of uh, Around the Longfire, which is my Icelandic saga podcast, uh, has Tulip on the image display image because that'll be what we'll be talking about. Because I watched an LP of that and played a little bit, um, but I mostly watched an LP, but I will be talking about the whole thing on that with my friend Neve because that's a game that uh, she likes quite a bit. Yeah, Um, it's really good, I will say, for the record. Uh, as a game i did not play all of and would not enjoy if i did uh watching it was great mm-hmm. anyway video games i did play this month for real uh armored core 6 fires of rubicon oh yeah i
1: i played a bit of that i expected to play more but like it, it's a little intense on the rest <laughs>
0: uh which is the uh new from soft game uh about mechs fighting each other uh, I don't like FromSoft games, and I don't like mech games, and yet, here we are, I think Armored Core 6 fucking rules.
1: <laughs> you can't, uh, you know, you can't deny, you do like mech games, you just
0: don't mm. like most mech games. <laughs> yeah. You like this, <laughs> Listen and you to like, yourself, listen to yourself.
1: <laughs> you like this, and you like fucking, uh, Zone of the Enders 2, those are generally accepted as the best mech games. I'm like the, the, best the one person games. that we
0: know who's like, Apex is way better than, uh, than, um, Titanfall 2. <laughs> That has nothing to do with the robots. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's it because does because you, the robots move like shit. If the robots moved cool, I would like... I would you don't like have to, to get
1: in a robot in Titanfall 2. Uh,
0: yeah, no. but you really like... At least in the the actual single-player video game, it's very important that you do sometimes, and it's always worse when you do.
1: Well, yes, like the the robot bits are not the best bit of the Titanfall 2 campaign. But like the Titanfall 2 is better than Apex, and you're crazy for
0: saying that. <laughs> no, no, I'm, not, I'm correct here. Oh, anyway, I prefer it when I don't do
1: anything with it. I prefer the game cool. was-
0: I, I, uh, I, I. Played. I finished the game once. I intend to go back, but you know how this job is. I I finished the mm-hmm. game, and I kind of know what the other endings are, and they seem cool. But I was like, I'm gonna move on and play something else. So I have more things to talk about. I get antsy when I'm playing a game more than two weeks, um, and it's not uh, like a 50 hour RPG. Um, honestly, even then. Uh, and so uh, I had a great time. I mostly rolled the tank um, with like two guns. Uh, no, no melee for me, thank you. I I just want guns and. Uh, cannons basically um had a great time uh that game is cool i'm glad they nerfed the bosses because everyone was complaining and inordinate amount about the bosses which are walls i got walled against every boss basically um but uh it was fine i don't know i think uh you told me you were because i was playing the game and i was like oh i don't know i'm kind of nervous about a game with a bunch of armor and stuff and you were like you can sell everything for 100 i was like oh i immediately see what this game is now you run into a wall you just back out and you sell all your shit and buy a new make build a new robot
1: yes um it's just completely antithetical to like souls game figure out a boss type design Mm -hmm. uh you should not be trying a boss more than two or three times yeah um, because then you're like um, oh i
0: can't move fast enough i just need to build a faster mech this time or oh i can't dodge this one thing or oh it'd be really good if i could do like electrical damage to this guy go build a guy who can do that
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, and I know people are like, oh, we need to own everything so that I can switch mid-mission. I um, never did
0: that. I was uh, Literally until chapter five of five, I was selling everything and then just buying what I needed for the mech I was using. mm -hmm. Which meant I didn't Um, have to replay shit. It was great. Yeah, I feel like you're just
1: like mindset-wise, Core really works for you. Um, I'm much more of like, I want to have a build and figure out a boss so I would definitely like bash my head into the walls a bit more
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um and I'm—I know a lot of people have uh, have been burned by that. Of like, if you do that, like playing Sekiro, right? There will be a point where the impenetrable wall goes to something you can comprehend and understand. And it yeah. seems like this is not happening in Armored Core. Maybe you'll like beat it, but you won't—you won't, you won't, you won't I mean, feel yeah. the like click, right? That no, you do when because you figure click, out a the class. click
0: is understanding what gun makes this guy melt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, the click, click is going into the build menu, and figuring it out like that's the key part of the step uh, that a bunch of people were getting um Tripped up on uh, not wanting to do that.
0: Like, you can, you can, like, hard mode, just like any, you know, you can beat anybody with basically anything. But in reality, I feel like the game is about teaching you that mechs are not about skill issue, it's about technology.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Like I said, I, like I've seen people who ha- who have done that. Right, they beat the head into the wall, get they beat it, and it's very clear that that just doesn't have the satisfaction that it does of like when you finally figure out the like butterfly parry rhythm in Sekiro, right? Like, yeah. Because uh, I remember when I beat that first real hard boss in Sekiro, I was like, "Fuck, this is the greatest game in the world." Yeah, uh, <laughs> very different thing. Yeah.
0: Close I came to that was when i realized that when i assault boost into attacks with my tank because my tank is, does not dodge very well it just soaks da- it, it like you take less damage you take less stagger damage so if there's a thing i'm just too slow to move through i it's better for me to boost into it and just take the. Hit.
1: that's so cool yeah man cool game
0: um yeah really cool game i liked it quite a bit um, i intend to go back but with this job wouldn't be surprised if i just never actually do let's be real I'm, I'm, yeah. this is about my gaming habits not necessarily the game itself
1: yes no once you're once you're through one ending and also once you've put the game down for three days and doing other things it's very I hard I love it so. installed
0: so you know <laughs> uh, it's when I, I install I, it that you know it's truly Jover. <laughs> That's
1: true. Well don't don't install I mean that's game that's game's not on Unity. So never mind.
0: <laughs> um then I played the Misadventures of Tron Bon.
1: You did at that because last month we did Mega Man Legends. Uh classic yeah. game. Excellent game.
0: Yeah, and I was like, I want to play Tron Bon, uh, which is a nineteen ninety-nine game from Capcom. Um famously this game did not come out in North America uh, at the time. It came out in Japan and Europe. Uh that's right. Pretty sure that's right. Is that right? Am I just am I just out of my mind? Why do I think of this as like a PAL game?
1: Because I I mean there are that that does describe a lot of games, but like there are way too you know many who are fans of this, this, this game. This.
0: So I'm like be, yeah, I have to be no, wrong about this. Yeah, that's that's wrong. Yes, it
1: came out in um, PAL regions later. Yeah, you're just completely huh. wrong about that.
0: I don't know what I'm thinking about. Never mind. Anyway, I mean there um, that does describe a bunch of games, just yes, not this no, one. No, no, no. <laughs> um i think it's because everyone i know who liked this game was like european when i was that's not
1: my association so
0: yeah no no i I understand anyway um this game is weird because it's like it's clearly like a cheaper game it's mostly a a management mini game game where you're, you're tron and teasel and Bon Bon get kidnapped by a guy that teasel owes a bunch of money to um and tron's left holding the bag with the ship and this is before Mega Man legends and she's got 40 serve bots and she's like all right serve bots we got to figure out a way to make the money back um and you you are like the ship is a bunch of static screens like here's the command deck here's the lab here's the cafeteria whatever and you're managing the serve bots you're sending them out on like s- like survey missions kind of like assassin's creed 2 um And then you're going on missions, which are a variety of mini games, like a Sokoban game. There's like a first person dungeon exploration game uh, where you're you're like a drone controlling, like guiding the serve bots around. Um, There's one where Tron goes out and tries to steal cattle. Um, as as robots try to defend the cattle, because you're like, we need we need cattle, we need meat uh at the place. Or we sell I think they're selling the cattle, actually, but we need to rustle up some cattle. Um, and people have things about that. There's one where you try to rob a bank and you're just like attacking this city um as the cops try to stop you. Tron fucking murders so many cops in this video game. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh when you're out in the world, you're in like a mech um that is it's probably like you know, like Tron sits inside of it. Um, and I'm imagining t- literally just uh, Tails' Tails' Mac from him. Um, it's kind so of like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the, uh, the you get like six servbots you assign to you that you like command around, kind of like Pikmin to go into houses and loot them.
2: Yeah,
0: um, yeah. It's just got this very cool, or like when enemies attack you, you can distract them with the servbots and then you unload with your weapons. Um, and there's like one dungeon that's like. The way Mega Man Legends is, where you're going around in the mech exploring and jumping and getting treasure. Um, but otherwise, it's mostly about leveling up the serve bots, finding items to unlock their abilities. It has like a real like adventure game quality where it's like, oh, this guy needs glasses because he misplaces glasses. Once he gets his glasses, he like says, I'm a sniper, Miss Tron. I could I could shoot really well. Um, it turns out actually he's not that good of a sniper. Um, but um, just going through until you gain the million dollars to get uh, Teasel and Bonbon bon out of uh, debtor's prison to this mafia guy. Um, <laughs> and it's really cartoony and it's like six hours long and it's really characterful and good. The game itself is like kind of like of six ideas that none of them are like great, but mm-hmm. it's way more of a better than the sum of its parts of video game. It's just got a ton of character. Her yelling at the serve bots is never not funny. Uh, it's just really good.
1: Uh, I didn't realize until you started describing this game that um Teasel's just uh the king of all cosmos.
0: <laughs> a little bit. Just this like oh dad. Oh, he's not a dad, he's a brother. He's a brother? What? Yeah, he's a brother. Yeah. This entire fucking time, he's her brother? No, yeah, he's a brother.
1: What are you fucking talking about? No, he's yeah. not. Yeah, he is. No, he's what, he's probably like twenty-one then? What are you what are you going on yeah. about? Hang on. Teasel Mega Man Mega Man Legends. Teasel age. 29! There you go. <laughs> the fuck is happening in Mega Man? I, this whole <laughs> time I've been like, he's obviously a dad. That's just clearly 100% of the entire dynamic.
0: Yeah, no, you're wrong.
1: That's ridiculous. That's just not true. I don't accept that, Capcom. <laughs>
0: anyway that game's really good you can play it in like a long weekend if you set your mind to it um i just looked up the puzzles for the box pushing shit because i hate box pushing puzzles i can't abide um but it's good (laughs)
1: um that's a shame because every single game ever has to have at least one box pushing puzzle
0: if you've got sliding tiles or pushing boxes i'm just gonna look it up i don't have any time for this um i like puzzles i'm not like adverse to puzzles but not those ones
1: what about if there's lights and mirrors? I like lights and mirrors. Lights and lights mirrors, mirrors don't me. those are classic video game puzzles. Yeah. What about um, raising and lowering the water
0: level? Who, you know, it kind of depends on what <laughs> the rest of the game is. I might look that one up. Yeah, yeah. When, when we played Final Fantasy XII was the last one we've encountered with that. I think I, think I looked 12, it up, yeah. but when I ran into it in like Resident Evil Three, I just played it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know what? The Resident Evil one, yes, the Resident Evil one is just one you can de- deal with. Yeah. I think the last one that we would have encountered in an RPG was actually Lost Odyssey that did this. Lost Odyssey is a Oh, I definitely looked one up Lost Odyssey.
0: And one. that one's a huge pain in the ass, you're right. Yeah, it's yeah. a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> yes. The, one I, the thing I misattributed to Final Fantasy XII, I was thinking of Lost Odyssey. So, I, was just, I was like,
1: I'm fairly sure what you mean because twelve was a, yes, a while no, ago.
0: This is exactly it. This is uh, my brain just thought of like the, the mental image, like the fuzzy image of a screen, like video playing in my head. I misidentified as Final Fantasy XII and as Lost Odyssey. You see how that happens. I mean, they are aesthetically very similar to the games. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I then played El Viento, which is a wolf team game for the uh, Sega Mega Drive. came out in 1991, um, which is a game that uh, Dia keeps talking about. And I was like, I'm yes. finally going to see what the fuck this is about. Um, and El Viento is a, is a action platformer um, about a girl k- named Annette who it's 1932 i think 1932 and um prohibition's happening in america and she's the most anime looking girl trying to stop a the mafia from resurrecting a demon lord it just like smashes every generic horror ova directly into the idea of
1: 1932 america uh a whole decade before back and i
0: yeah, um, and it kind of plays like, like Ninja Gaiden, but like a little shittier, but not like shittier enough that you're like, this is a problem. Um, it
1: does look a little i was about to say this looks like ninja gaiden but a little shittier <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: um she has like boomerangs that she can shoot that's her main weapon um and then she has like a magic meter um that's kind of like the the ninpo ninja gaiden but it's you just have an mp bar that refills over time and you hold it down to select more advanced magic um so you get your first magic and it's just like a little fireball but then once you get like magic level three it's you hold down the magic button and it fills up as she like charges a kamehameha and and then fires off like magic level 3 uh which is very sick. Um that game is like stupid hard especially at the end where the boss pl- or the enemy placement just gets rude. The the final level is the scaffolding of the Empire State Building and there's just 8000 flying creatures that are like really obnoxious and get like stuck to you and do a bunch of chip damage. I uh liberally cheated through the back half of this game uh to see what it was. But it has like a really good Anime cutscene heavy story uh that I think is like surprisingly robust and uh has like a really cool ending. I don't know. It was, it was a neat game to play through. Um I see why Dia is very normal about it.
1: Uh yeah, that seems ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it has two sequels, it's like a trilogy because that's how they made games back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll probably check those out at some point. Uh I played Top Gear 2. Um, the the uh SNES sequel to Top Gear, which I played a couple months back. Uh, Top Gear Two comes out a couple of years later. It's in um Unlike Top Gear One, it does it isn't automatically in split screen the entire time. Uh, this has 64 tracks, which is too many fucking tracks. That's too too many, way too many tracks. Too many fucking tracks. And it also introduces, like you have to you have to get at least fourth place to get points to cuz each country is like four races and you have to get at least 10th to proceed you get points and the points allow you to get in the rankings just like normal driving game stuff but also you get money based not only on your performance but on pickups on the stages and you have to buy like better equipment for your car cuz you're not like upgrading your car like flat um you just get the stock car but then before every race you're like i would like engine three and engine three costs thirty thousand dollars there's always like a free tier and then three more expensive tiers um and that's how you manage stuff like there's no pit stops in this game but fuel economy is a thing and you manage it through your like gearbox which gearbox you buy so the longer races you have to buy a better gearbox so you'll run out of gas um and uh, there's like wet tires and there's dry tires and i think all of that shit is super annoying <laughs>
1: Uh, they tried to put sim elements into fucking Top
0: Gear, which like I understand because like, you know, there are a bunch of uh, Amiga guys making a racing game. I'm not surprised they like went in this direction, but the game drives like Top Gear. It's still like an arcade racing, yeah. right? Um, it's still
1: a SNES game from 1993. Also, I feel like
0: the AI is just like rude. It's just mean and uh, good at the video game. Um, Yeah, checks out. It's, like, not super aggressive, but I just felt like there were always some guys just, like, right in my way and would not let me through and were just, like, driving very good races, even though I said it's easy. I did not have a great time with this game. I played, like, three countries, and I was like, I've seen enough. I don't need to do all 16 countries in this game.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, like this is just the thing when you're going back and trying all these snes games right is that like sometimes you get this short classic little thing and you get to experience it and figure it out and sometimes you get a game that was clearly made for someone to buy in 1993 and play top gear for six months
0: yes uh
1: which you will not be doing
0: which i will not be doing i was like i could be playing ridge racer instead better game in literally every way
1: yeah that, i mean i feel like driving games are one of the most like Diminishing returns past a certain point of history. Like, you need that shit to be 3D. I'm not saying that every 2D. Like,
0: yeah, there's a lot of 2D racing games I don't Mode 7. I like, right? Yeah. yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Like, the original Outrun and uh, yeah. uh what's the Outrun motorbike 2. version? What's the motorbike version on the 3DS? The, the other one, though? Oh, uh, Super, Super Hang, Hang on?
0: on. I really like Super yeah. Hang On. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: those are the ones I like those are the most the Sega one. But, like, you know, I don't d- dislike all of them, but I, it does have to be
0: said. Mario uh, Kart. Pretty good video game.
1: Yeah. Uh, but it does have to be said if i'm going to choose i'm probably going to choose a racing game made after 1998 generally speaking most yeah, of the time no, you're
0: not wrong i i do think the move to 3d helps racing games more than racing games and platformers are. really the two games that really shine the most probably uh survival horror doesn't really exist in 2d but you know the ones people have done in 2d i think the 3D ones are just more interesting
1: um as someone who prefers 3d platformers also i, I don't know if i would say those are
0: the similar because 3d yeah, platformers are just a different true. genre they basically become a different genre yeah um
1: whereas the racing games on the snes is trying to do the same thing with without like the third dimension
0: yeah that's true um and then there was the nintendo direct earlier this week that we watched oh, They're yeah. that remake of uh mario and donkey kong which i've never played but it did make me go man you know what's good Donkey Kong 94 um which i've played many times but i've never completed and i decided i was going to actually sit down and put my mind to it and try to complete Donkey kong 94 i'm really close close enough that i'm willing to just report back because i'm in world i'm at the end of world seven of nine so i think i'll probably get there that Um, was like yesterday (laughs) yeah damn i mean it's a game boy game you know it's not super long Mm. and uh i've been playing on and off all day like Mm. yesterday when i was i was working from home and when i had downtime i just booted up and play a level or two it's only uh, like 101 maps or something, right? It's not.
1: I guess, yeah. If it's a game boy game, it's gonna be. And also, you like, you know what you're doing. Yeah,
0: um, I'd never gotten past like world like three, uh, so I'm definitely into shit I've never seen before. Um, but you know, it, I, while it gets trickier, it's not like I don't think the game is like crazy hard or anything. Um, I think because it's like a it's a slow paced puzzle game most of the time, right? Yeah. It's not. It's not. Like, there is plat- being good at platforming helps, definitely, but there is more about just like analyzing a map and figuring out your route to solve the puzzle. Um, mm-hmm. And I've only been stuck like maybe two or three times. So it's nice. Um, I'll be finishing that up probably by the time this episode's out, I'll be done. So I figured I'd report here and not save it till next month. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. No. I think your, the, your experience, the final levels, is going to change your view no. on Donkey Kong 94.
0: Yeah. Um. So that's I, it. Uh. Oh, go ahead. I
1: only realized after the Nintendo Direct that apparently a whole bunch of Nintendo fans had seen the leak that there was a new Donkey Kong thing and convinced themselves this must be finally the promised Donkey Kong 3D Breath of the Wild equivalent. To which I said, "What the fuck is wrong what? with Nintendo fans?" What? <laughs> yeah,
0: promised real by thing. who said who said this?
1: I don't I've never heard anyone even like express the desire to want this. Uh like a tropical freeze follow up. I can understand more well, a little bit of that. That one I understand. I The, tropical thing, freeze. the thing with
0: that is that that All those being retro in a mind
1: making a yeah, retro
0: riffing off of rare like that's coming out of western devs wanting the the, Mar- the Donkey Kong platformer, to me, is like a distinctly Western game construction, and I just don't think mm-hmm. Nintendo is interested in making those that much.
1: Uh, I mean, yes, all those people are currently working on Metroid Prime 4 and have been for the last five yeah, I years. Because everyone's
0: <laughs> lost their lives into the hole that is Metroid Prime 4.
1: They were like, we can make it without, re- uh, without um, Retro, and then they decided, no, actually, we cannot.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd much prefer another Donkey Kong Country Returns to, uh, this sh- to fucking Metroid Prime 4 at this point.
1: But yeah, I saw people, oh, it was just a Mario vs. Donkey Kong game. Oh, I thought we were going to get the 3D Donkey Kong game. Like, and I was like, what are you, what's wrong with Nintendo fans? Well, how is this? What's going on? It wasn't like the most widespread thing in the world, but it was clearly real. And I was like, what the Man, every time there's a Nintendo Direct, the craziest post in the world has arrived to the service because Nintendo fans.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I would argue that like, well, it's weird. I was about to say, I'm still, because I'm old, I still think of like Donkey Kong Country Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Donkey Kong as like distinct entities, but they've really blurred those lines recently.
1: There's just one Donkey Kong.
0: Donkey Kong 94, and I'm pretty sure the original Mario vs. Donkey Kong has Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. in it, which means that it's not the Donkey Kong of Donkey Kong Country because that is Donkey Kong Jr. growing up.
1: So to me, as someone from the outside who's like played maybe 90 minutes of Donkey Kong games in my entire life. Uh, I consider all of the, like, lore about Donkey Kong and his family and which one's the real Donkey Kong and the genealogy of that to be, isn't that just, like, a Rare construction riffing on Nintendo? Like, does Nintendo actually give a shit about that? Well, I thought that was thing, all from Rare. The thing rare, was for a
0: while that, like, everything that had Diddy Kong, like, the other Kongs in it that, they, like, acknowledged Donkey Kong Country was coming out of Rare only, basically. Yeah. So it was like, oh, like, Nintendo let them do that, but they don't really, li- like, own it. But, like, Diddy Kong is paired with Donkey Kong in a lot of stuff now, so, you know, you kind of just, like, I think that lines got really blurred, but, um, you know, to me, Mario Donkey Kong is, like, Donkey Kong, the original Donkey Kong, and Pauline. Once Pauline is there, we're talking about original-ass Donkey Kong, the father of Donkey Kong for Donkey Kong Country.
1: I don't think Nintendo see a difference between the Donkey Kong that is in Mario vs. Donkey Kong's... Uh, and the Donkey Kong from fucking Donkey Kong. I think it's just... Donkey yep. Kong is a brand idea they are selling you. They have not paid attention to the fact that actually that's the son of Donkey Kong. That's now Cranky Kong. Donkey Kong, Kong, Kong the Jr., they was, made
0: that game. Shigeru Miyamoto made that game.
1: Wait, did that... Wait, so the Donkey Kong Jr. swing came from Nintendo before it went to... Yeah, Britain, Donkey, basically? Kong,
0: Donkey Kong t- 2... A Donkey Kong Jr. is a Nintendo game. It's an arcade. I game. thought this was all from
1: like the Donkey Kong Family stuff. I didn't realize this was a this predated the rare. No, Donkey Kong like, Jr. the like
0: you know the 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 monk, the gorilla in like the white singlet, right? You know what I'm talking about. I say Donkey Kong Jr. Right? Barely.
1: I've played like I know Donkey Kong. He is a big fucking. Uh, you, you
0: know Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Jr. is a really cool game. If you've never played Donkey Kong Jr. He
1: likes bananas. He's got a big family. Donkey Kong.
0: You should play Donkey Kong Jr.
1: I I believe you. Uh, I just like Donkey Kong is just not an area I have uh explored beyond historical curiosity I tried to play Donkey Kong Country once and I thought it was kind of mid um but I Donkey Kong Country tried 2
0: Donkey Country is mid Donkey Kong Country 2 is a better game but I'm talking about arcade game Donkey Kong Jr or the NES version is probably the one you'd play unless you want to really load up MAME but it's fine
1: um no not really
0: well you should play that
1: uh, when game. I get my new computer I'm gonna I'm very excited to set up the um emi deck stuff
0: yeah um, and then you understand feel- that Donkey Kong Jr. is a distinct character who has appeared in things. Uh, I, d- he I was in I, the original I, Mario Kart. It was Donkey Kong Jr. who was the Donkey Kong representative.
1: Okay. I didn't realize this was actually like, uh, 80s and 90s Nintendo lore that then got expanded by Rare, but then by the time Nintendo got it back, they stopped caring about lore in their yes. video games.
0: Yeah. And everyone's Look, as just. A, as a former Nintendo person, I still care. Damn it. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I, I look at the I did see a post sorry to just completely just just you know, uh disrail this uh normal uh, mapping podcast. But I did see a post saying that like anyone who's ever said that Miyamoto's the reason Nintendo games are bland and boring, is being fed deliberate misinformation. And I'm by like who?
0: Wait, deliberate misinformation by who? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know beyond that. But I'm like, I have always heard that like Miyamoto has these rules about Nintendo games, and that's why the Toads and everything. And apparently, there's been quotes come out saying it's not doesn't necessarily come from like Miyamoto himself. But you can't deny that the games he's in charge of have less personality all the time. That's just a true I mean, I th- thing. I think the
0: thing is that like his particular way of doing things had a like curve of effectiveness. Yeah. Because um, he didn't change the way he made games. He's always been like. A- very like demanding of a dev team works way too hard one of those guys who will look at your projects and be like oh you need to redo this whole thing and you know overturning the tea tables a phrase for a reason you know it's not a modern conception of a thing the way miyamoto works um, yes i just think at some point he got old and outside of pikmin stopped making games that were that effective but honestly he's not even he's not even in charge of that much at nintendo at this point on the level people are attributing to him right yeah
1: and I don't know the ins and outs. I'm not making like claims about what be influence and everything is. But I do. I do believe the one about Galaxy 2, because that one's just he's just said he just said that yeah. one's just true. That was just yeah. like
0: that one's on the record. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I, I care uh, n- enough about Mario that uh, I'm here yelling about Donkey Kong a little bit, I guess. I don't even know what what started this. Oh, the, dog, the people wanting a new Donkey Kong game. I was like, I don't even you, know Donkey Kong.
1: Uh, you care enough about Mario that you're deliberately not watching the Mario movie. Because you know you still That's
0: can. not true. I just don't want to watch movies right now. That's true, but I feel I like
1: that's... We're going to talk about it.
0: So what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> might as well not exist.
1: That's, I guess that's true. While Especially the, the Mario on. movie.
0: I would watch that to talk about how annoyed it made me that it got so much Mario shit wrong. <laughs> and well, I can't do that into a podcast. Struck work. Um, that's true. I'll just wait. I mean, it's... I, also, it's gonna be a bad movie. Like, you know?
1: Uh, probably.
0: They already made anyway. a good Mario movie.
1: <laughs> Let them know! That's that <laughs> just accepted truth now. I feel like that... that
0: I was banging that been... drum since 93 or whatever, so...
1: In 93, that was a big, big deal. But I feel like everyone enjoyed the original Mario movie. just, like, fun catch now.
0: Yeah. There's still some people you see hanging on to the old, uh, thing. You are like get with the times
1: <laughs> so true it's
0: anyway. like when people still like talk shit about the prequels like it's 2001 and you're like what, what world do you live what in was, what's going on yeah
1: that that got weird that got complicated because of star wars discourse being poison
0: yes stupid anyway do you want to talk about demon turf yeah so let's hit some music and we'll be back in with our game club <laughs> game club this month is demon turf a 3d platform game developed by fabraz and published by playtronic friends this came out november 4th 2021 on basically all platforms i played this on my steam deck mostly
1: yeah i played this on my television
0: uh through what platform steam okay yeah that's what i want to know so like they want PC. to know what you're what you played through because you know can we talk about the, how the Switch version runs? No, we cannot, apparently. No, we cannot,
1: no. Uh, I bet it's I, fine. I'm going to go
0: ahead and say probably not very well. Yeah, I bet it's fine.
1: It probably runs at 30, uh, makes Switch really loud, um, and has terrible load times. So that's my you guess. You know
0: what? This is the game that made my Steam Deck the loudest it's ever been.
1: <laughs> Same. And uh, can I played it a little bit on the Steam Deck, and then it made it so loud that I was like, I don't play on TV. I
0: uh, played the whole thing. I, I played it on my computer for a little bit, but I, I, I genuinely preferred playing it portable more than I... This is just my predilection of this feels like a like i'm playing a nintendo game nintendo games to me at this point are i play them in bed and thus i played this in bed yeah
1: nintendo haven't made uh
0: console games uh, for 15 years yeah um anyway demon turf uh what happens in demon turf
1: nothing demon turf is a platformer game it has the barest layer of a story on top about Beebs, uh, who is, uh, a demon in, um, whatever the demon city's called, uh, Forkville, who, I think. Forkville, who wants to take over, uh, Taro- the various hub areas from the gangs that own them to challenge the Demon King, uh, and become the leader of the Demon King world, uh, because she's annoyed at the shit going down in Forkville, um, and has some, like, minor, uh, tension with her friends who are like, why are you going and beating her up all the gangs, uh, you get all the batteries you beat the gangs you become the leader of all the areas you go to take down the demon king you beat him up uh and it is revealed that the demon king is also just a weird little kid just like you and you're like let's go gaming
0: the end <laughs> that's true you're not wrong it's weird because like you it opens up and you've got uh midgey who's like a kappa he's like a he's like a nerd boy who's a kappa and he seems like he's Trying to coax you into beating the demon king in a way where I'm like, oh, is is, is this his plan? Is he like an evil guy who's like doing a secret master plan to overthrow the demon king? And no. And then there's your friend Lucy, who's like a cool demon lady. Um, and she's all like, I can't believe you're actually trying to overthrow the demon king. And I'm like, it's going to reveal that she's the demon king. Um, no, no. <laughs> and then I was like, it's going to be revealed that the demon King's your dad. The original thing, I was like, oh, you're like, your dad's the demon king. I thought it was like a, you know, a Katamari thing, right? You're like, oh, I got to yeah. overthrow my dad and take over. Um, and it's not that. And it turns out it's just like a, a, a nice guy who just wants to be friends with people.
1: He the, literally have like a mirror fight with him. It's like, you're all the demon king before it revealed that it's actually just some other guy. Yes. Um, <laughs> it feels very like intentionally popping the, you know, it's, it's, it's like kids who are very young, um, younger than the kids in this game. And honestly, we'll have have this idea of being in gangs and hanging out. Right. And we'll like make things up, uh, in some weird, like, Oh, we control this area because of this rule that we've made up. Or, uh, and I feel at the end of the game is real pulling back the curtain on. This is just like kids making stuff up game.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, there aren't like, it can't be her dad. Her dad wouldn't care. Dad's probably at work. Right. Like, (laughs) Uh, and it just, like, feels like a tonal level to, like, set in this, uh, just tone of, um, kids doing this thing that they care about, but doesn't matter, and is mostly just an excuse to hang out.
0: Yeah. Um, but the game itself is a 3D platformer in... In in many ways constructed and similarly to like 3D Mario games uh, in terms of her moveset and the world construction. We'll talk a little bit about the ways those differ because mostly this is going to be mechanics-focused abnormal mapping. We did cover <laughs> yes. the entire story. Um, specifically, the world itself is like 3D with a lot of like material and like colored lighting. But the characters, Beeb uh, specifically, are 2D sprites like in the making of the unlocks and you beat the game. It's like, yeah, we had... Once we locked it down, we had to then produce over a thousand sprites for Beebs, so it was a lot of work. Most of the game was drawing sprites for beebs. <laughs> uh, I, bet
1: there, I bet there's a version where you start and you're like, oh, if we, do, if we don't have to do 3D models, it'll save a lot of time, and then you realize how many fucking sprites you have to make, and you, it does not save time.
0: So I don't really think that was the impetus on this one, at least, because mm-hmm. um, the uh, Fabra has made one have one other game of note, which is um, uh, Slime Son, which is a 2D, like, low fi oh, yeah, um, game, and they made that, and it was really popular, and they were like, we, wanted, we want to take the kind of ideas that we had there and, like, put it, we want to make a 3D game instead, because we feel like we kind of exhausted what we wanted to do in 2D, so we want to do something in 3D. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And then made this, and it took multiple years, because uh, games take a long time.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, And so the game mostly is you going, there's like a, a, a hub town where you can explore and there's shops and challenges and collectibles. And then you go to the four spokes and the four spokes are all hub worlds themselves, which each have seven levels and then a boss. And at the end of every level, you get a battery, and then you fight the boss and you get seven batteries, and then you can go into every level a second time in a reconfigured version to get more batteries, Um, and you need 50 batteries for the boss, and there's 28 levels, which means there's 56 batteries in total, so you can skip six levels, but they have to be second visits, you have to do all the first visits. Does that make sense?
1: Um, Yes, (laughs) I th- I think that number's a little too high. I think, should maybe I think that 40. number's a
0: little too high. That's 40 true.
1: And maybe like, skip some first episodes. well I just think, like, did I like the... Hey, you had this Mario 64 game. You don't have to get every
0: star. Um, It's but... weird, because, like, I get... So here's the thing. A lot of... a uh, Big picture. A lot of this game, I go, there's a reason Nintendo doesn't do it this way. But then I go, this is a game for 3D platformer sickos, not six-year-olds. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I think this game in its best moments uh, is fucking incredible. Like, I think this yes. game has some yeah. truly excellent level design, uh, a beautiful and expressive moveset, um, a UI that's made for, like, people who actually want to play video games. Like, <laughs> this is the real Nintendo thing, right? Like, this is a UI and, like, a structure of a game made by people who play a lot of Mario and play a lot of, like, Sonic and other 3D platformers, right? And probably a bunch of ps two flip like, 3D platformers that I haven't even heard of yeah the kangaroo one kai the kangaroo you know that kind yeah. of stuff uh and i've tried Sly, to extract uh,
0: slide Sly one is in this game quite a bit to me
1: right yeah and so they try to extract that into like a game that like people would play and organize how you for example you can pre- get to every single level just pressing the start button right you can warp any anywhere to every level trying again i did not learn uh, this
0: until the, like 95 percent of the game and i was so crushed <laughs>
1: uh you not only can you warp everywhere uh but it like always shows you very clearly which collectibles you have and don't have in each world uh beyond that all your all your like
0: photo challenges and everything are just listed in the menu yeah it's really good about that and when you got them it like shows you've got them it's like hey you got this don't worry about it it's so good about that stuff
1: when you go into the level uh and like when you finish the level it'll count like your time it'll count your jumps and it will count your ko's yeah uh which are all, like, vectors of challenge for 3D platformer sickos, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: um,
1: yeah. And you never have to do a zero-jump challenge at any point in this game. Uh, it's no, not but there's leaderboards thing. for
0: everything, right? Yeah,
1: but they're tracking everything, they're letting you do everything, um, and it's just made... One of these actually made by the people that take these games that are often for children and, like, push them to their limits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so i think all of that's like really cool uh but it does lead to sometimes you get to level you're like this is the worst level i've made well who would ever allow us in a video game just because it just doesn't have the like nintendo quality control and it is that very quality control that like would sand off all the rough edges i like but sometimes you hit a rough edge you don't like uh and it's annoying there's just no fixing that
0: yep yeah um the two rough edges i really extremely did not like for me um was the the city level where you have to go into all the building like it's just like a block and you have to go up and down and into all the buildings and slowly unlock parts of the city by lowering gates you know what i'm talking about
1: so i thought that was one of the best levels in the first first run so here's Um, the thing
0: when i revisited it i was like this is the coolest level i've ever seen okay (laughs) i went the other way that i
1: thought like the ways in which the level unfolded the ways in which it was all built around a like single checkpoint so that like if it made me feel like putting down checkpoints was much more of an interesting choice when I knew it would all fold in on the one initial checkpoint anyway. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: until I got to the final, um, the one that takes you to the roof, the, 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 the cursed area that takes you to the roof. Yeah. And I was on the roof and I was like, where the fuck do I go? I can see the, I can see the, 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 the flag to the ending. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that another door had opened on another side of the street that would take me into another place. Like there was no signal for that. So I had, just spent about 15 minutes exploring this place with nothing to show for it. Um, and had to look up a video of someone finding it. And even in that video, there was, I was mean, like, skipping through five minutes of the person being lost. Uh,
0: yeah, that and- level took me like 15 minutes to clear, which is like not... The par times of this game are like four or five minutes. Yes, um, and then did, the other I, one, the other one there's this one stage that I was stuck on for literally an hour. I just could not get the timing right where you have to jump from one train to another across a gap and you're oh like Oh my god. There's like a limit because there's a bunch of platforms and everything, but there's a wall coming at you if you don't do it fast enough and I just wiped out on this one so many fucking times.
1: It took me a couple times. My issue with this one was less the design of it and it was much more like because the retry system sends you back to the flag in like a continuous space it yes. doesn't reset the train so you, yeah, you always have to wait have for, the, to wait to go. for yes. the cycle and yeah. if you don't go at the very start of the, the cycle uh you will you will like lose you won't make it yes um, yeah and I, I that one ended up being okay after a couple of tries but i did i did get really uh i i felt that tension as well and i was like okay right figure it out uh but i i put a flag down right by the uh attempt uh, yes. Like where you jump over, and the, the annoying part was just having to like wait the thirty yeah. seconds every time. The other
0: major mechanic is you, you, your checkpoints are user created. You get you get your initial spawn, and then you get three others, and you can get a, you can equip a ability that that lets you set another one if you want to, um, and then you can teleport between any of the checkpoints. Very important So, like meter out your checkpoints and put them at, right before things you are like well. I don't want to have to do this again. So after I finish that really tough part, I'm going to throw it on a checkpoint. Or do you want to do it before the very tough thing in case you have to try it a couple of times? This is the this is basically the economy of checkpoints.
1: Yeah, and you can you can get into a situation where you fuck yourself. Um, I got into a situation where I fucked myself pretty badly in one level. Uh, the one that really took me about an hour was um, just because because of my checkpoint situation. It was a uh, it was just a level in the mountains with the um, springs. Mm-hmm. There was a section, there, there was a few things, there was a section with like a big jump onto a slightly curved, uh, like just thing sticking out of this, this, uh, column. Uh, uh-huh. So it was really, really easy to like mess that jump up because the thing was curved and you couldn't land in it. After that, there was a big slide, uh, through, um, like laser gates and that wasn't too yeah. bad. But then at the bottom of that, uh, there was like, you bounced on the fucking, uh, DualShock three thumbsticks springs, Um, Uh and then that took you to, like, slow-moving, rotating uh, platforms and then took you to a big column with the purple goo on it that you had to get up to the top. Um, And I had put down my last checkpoint right before the, like, spring bit. uh, And it was a nightmare. It was such, I was, like, trying that for so long. Eventually, I was like, I have to restart and get to here with more checkpoints. And then once I did, I I realized that I had made it to, like, right before the end of the level, but I had no way to know that ahead of time.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, So they're just, like got into a situation where because of these mechanics and because of the control they give you which is usually like creates interesting tension it does lead to the possibility of like you can just like make the game way worse for yourself because it'll let you make those mistakes
0: yeah um for sure did you watch the speedrun i sent you
1: yes my god
0: (laughs) so the game has like a very mario adjacent moveset you can do you can do wall jumps there's like a triple jump there's like a long jump equivalent um there is a glide where you turn into like a spinning bat form when you're in the air that slows you down um there is the somersault jump where you go you do a 180 and then if you jump while you're in the middle of your turn animation you do a special like high jump which i love um the only thing it doesn't have for mario is a ground pound basically yes um or the like turn in a circle like the whirlwind jump um Mm -hmm. but um specifically um that's watching someone do a speeder in that game uh is a lot of using the level geometry in ways where like i am not confident enough that i could stand on that thing (laughs) and they're just like no we're standing on everything we don't care and sometimes you're like oh they
1: clearly put these little like rocks on this wall to allow yes. someone to do this and Which, sometimes when, like oh they
0: didn't know when i was playing the game i was like i wonder if i could and i never did because i'm not good enough right yeah and just getting confident enough in like getting bieb's distance is like the skill ceiling i think of that game is like how good are you at getting up speed to throw her long distances
1: because, th- like, Biebs, when you're doing just a double jump and the way the, like, left trigger floaty glide works, yeah. uh, Biebs, at most medium to short distances, is very easy to get into, like, a controlled landing. But yes. once you're doing the, like, jump into float into, like, the mid-air long jump, yeah. uh, you lose the, like, precise control on the landing. Um yeah. And it, like, increases your ability to, to like, cross gaps tenfold, uh, but mm. it makes everything way more risky. Um, yeah. Once you have a handle on that, you know, it's, like, a new new thing. Um,
0: well, I feel like by default, Beavis is kind of a slow character in terms of, like, a platform character, right? Yeah. Um, like, we both immediately beeline to the move faster <laughs> badge. <laughs> we did. Um, and
1: even that, like, in, in the end, I was like, I don't know how necessary this is, because, like... I'm, I'm rarely a jumping. human
0: form walking around
1: right because you get that shortly before you get the uh turn into a wheel thing yeah i'm
0: either the wheel or i'm the bird or i'm just doing the like long jump like ball right the roll
1: yeah um so like it, at the start i definitely felt like why are you so slow in this game it's the one thing i'm like why are you so slow and then once you have your full moveset, i understand why your like base speed is that slow uh-huh. it would just take a while to like build into it
0: Yeah, I do think it helps. There is a certain level of this game being like, if you want to be methodical and you don't play like a sicko, there's still a way through the, you know, like, it's hard. I think this game would be very hard for someone who is not good at 3D platformers. But I do think there is like a very low floor of like most progress. You don't have to be like an expert at doing a bunch of cool jumps to get through the game. Yeah everything's signposted really well. You know, you're like, I know this is going to be double jumps. I know this platform's sticky. This one's bouncy. (laughs)
1: Um, It's very clear about the things it wants to communicate and like when it's using its various ideas Mm -hmm. Um, to the point of like, Uh, the more, like, mechanics they start putting in, I feel like the aesthetic of the game starts to break because they're very clear. Like, when they start putting in the, this is just a green platform that will go away when you touch the blue platform box. the entire color aesthetic kind of breaks down because they're having to put these, like, clashing bright colors over it. I'm like, oh, you Uh, put some
0: Mario 3D land stuff in here. Good for me, but, like, it doesn't gel with anything else that's happening.
1: Yeah, and they have, like, the ones that break uh, when you jump, the ones that break on a timer, the ones that, uh, uh, like, flick back and forth on the... um, uh like on the like axis of uh you know when they when you have the one one square platform rotating between the like grids the steel grid they have that uh they got all the mario classics in here um and they i feel like they do really interesting things with them they definitely push them further than mario especially on the revisits i really like the revisits yeah Uh, once you're like confident with the general layout
0: yes the thing with me with those platforms is like if this was mario 64 every platform would be themed to the level right It'd be like, yes. oh, in 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 Ice World, all the platforms are weird ice versions, but you can't tell them apart. And the thing Mario also went to is everything is just like the tool set and the theming will take a hit. And we're fine with that because we want readability to be the primary feature here. And mm-hmm. they've chosen that in this. And I think that's the right choice, ultimately, even if it makes the game look a little bit like just like skins over like a level construction set. <laughs>
1: yeah um especially when the the more mechanic things like intrude on a level's theming
0: yes uh
1: and you're like oh, that's the same green block that looks like garbage um <laughs> but it has to so you can stick out right because the game's yeah. so uh like the filters and the lighting and the fog is so intense that you need these like clear things to rip through the design so you know what you're doing and they like, split their platforming decisions
0: i think the lighting in this game looks really good in yeah, like a it very particular really like pc game ass way <laughs> oh extremely yeah um it's really it's interesting because like i played this with on steam deck which means that um low resolution right um and everything was still very readable at a distance uh which was like key i was really surprised how well that stuff held up at like because mm-hmm. sometimes especially later in the game where you have like glide abilities you are making uh enormous leaps over vast distances and you kind of need to know where the fuck you're going and what kind of platform you're going to be landing on
1: you really need to know from like ages away if a glide's gonna make it <laughs> yes um and there you know what i feel like the glide's a little finicky They're like it's like definitely that's one of the least polished abilities oh the really you- I,
0: I really like the glide it's the slowdown i think is like not only useless but i hate it i hate using it every time i do slow down i think like, this is the worst thing i've ever done
1: yeah the slowdown's kind of enough but the, the glide is like uh, i would just have i would get confused as to the best way to gain height and they ended up being the best way to gain height was to glide beforehand and press up on the right stick and nothing with it like if, if i pressed anything on the left stick it would mess up um it was, it was unclear when i was like in the draft and when i was catching the draft and would going down make it is just like a, a first no, i tried you just want to fly
0: straight through the vents that's the, the only like it, it's very like it's not it's not physicsy you fly to yeah. the vent you gain 50 height basically
1: <laughs> no but it you, still matters which angle it is enough physically that you have to like you have to be uh, looking up at the right angle to do that and catching it, um, because at first I was trying to like, oh, you like go down to like build up momentum and then hit the vent and then look, you know, like like yeah, I didn't get any of that. I I in. used it, I used
0: it literally as like a lateral movement hit event to go up. And it yeah, I, I eventually
1: I figured it out, but I definitely feel like it was a little like, oh, this is not a tightly polished part of the move or rather like just this. It is very difficult to make these kind of physics interactions uh, work. And I ended up feeling like it didn't, didn't like break the game or anything. And I think it was fun to use the glide. See, par-
0: but it, oh, go ahead. Well, I just... Like, that. I, I, I,
1: toward the end of the game, when you have your full moveset, I did feel like it creaking a little under the possibilities of everything you can do.
0: See, for me, it was the glide when I did the revisits. was just so clutch. It was the one I was always on. Because... Uh, a lot of the game can be circumvented by just going, I think I could make this big lateral jump I couldn't make before.
1: Well, yeah, if you are like, you know, any point they give you a big gap and you're high enough, you should go on because it will yeah. work. It, the levels aren't segmented by loading screens. The le- no. I mean, unless they're inside. Right. But like yeah, generally but, speaking. And also
0: the glide, the glide has like a low, like it, it slopes downward, but it doesn't like there's no point where you just like run out of glide. It's like no. really flexible.
1: Yeah, like it'll stay at a fairly consistent angle, right? It's yeah. not the point where like, oh, I've glided thirty meters, that's all I get. Which is
0: not true of the spinny bat like original glide, which goes about ten feet and then you drop like a stone.
1: <laughs> yeah, you think, oh, I can really use this to like finesse stuff, but no, you you only get the one little boost.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and it it definitely changes how you do. Like, I I think the revisits, especially like, because I I beat the game and then did the revisits. I didn't do the revisits as I went.
0: No, me either. I did all four levels and then I did the revisits. Uh, and so I did all the
1: revisits with like all of the powers. Yes. And it's very, it's very fun, but I, I did feel like one of the most annoying things about the game is that you have these four abilities uh, three of which I would consider core moveset abilities that are on a fucking selector on the left bumper
0: um, yes and you can quick select <laughs> by just tapping it but um, I wish that it was like I wish there was a different way I don't know what the solution is but there needs to be a different way
1: like I understand you can't fit all of it like, and the time one whatever that can be on a selector I don't care about that one but, like, but it could I be on the w-
0: d-pad it could be like a crossbar select right Very, but those are like photo. it's like a bunch of other buttons that have already been claimed by menu options. But like photo mode is one of these, and
1: I want to be able to hit a grappling. I don't want it to be because there are points where you have to roll up to a grappling hook point, and yes. if you mess up, the, and I'm like, I, I do the roll, and I'm like, oh, it's a grappling hook, and I'll be mid jump trying to switch the grappling hook so I can it hit. It does the grappling pause hook the point.
0: game when you do this, like a little bit. It's like slow, intense, slow down. It doesn't actually pause the game, but
1: um it's just really, really fiddly and annoying. I'm like, I wish they had the game found a way does it a account long.
0: for this. It does know that when you have to switch things, it should give you a little more wiggle room to switch abilities.
1: Yeah, but the the most fun part of the game is chaining things together and it does yes. break the flow of the satisfaction of I chained a roll into a glide, into a uh you know, in, into um uh grappling hook, into a yeah. jump, into but a when the, you do like, know
0: they're all coming and you do it all, it does look slick and go very fast.
1: Oh yeah, it's not like a huge problem, but I do think that this is like the most enjoyable part of the game and it is a little fiddly with this like menu. Mm-hmm. Uh and like I so I don't know how because it just simply only a certain number of buttons on a controller
0: yes yeah for sure i don't know how you fix this no because it it uses a lot it uses all the buttons i'm like
1: well if if you if you get rid of the left button being a selector you could put uh the grappling hook on rb the um wheel on lb and then you'd need to find like a way to do the glide with like a double tap of the left trigger maybe because it's that like an extension suck. of that, that ride suck. that would suck and i'm like that's how my brain interprets it. So this might work but then that's confusing in a whole different way <laughs> yeah
0: because you hear that and you know what kind of cool it's storming i just heard about thunder i'm like did that pick up i don't think it did but if it did it. that's why
1: they're coming for you
0: it's just storming um Anyway, um the thing with all of that is that um I so it's can be clunky, right? And I think the yeah. skill ceiling is high and I mostly like I played a lot of this game going, man, I you know, there's a reason why you don't do this stuff in a Mario game. But then I go, I don't I don't want to play this game in the sense that like if it was more like Mario, it wouldn't be interesting, right? Like I like Mario games. I think they're cool. But my complaint with every single Mario game is, oh, this could really stand to be harder. This is like a game for babies. I don't like doing the same. I don't like stacking up the Goombas eight times in a row. It was cool the first time. Make some more interesting levels. Um, and not not just that this could
1: be harder, which is a true thing, but like Mario games and just Nintendo games in general um, and like the other kind of platformers just, that just don't exist from the like big developers, right? They're just yeah. gone. Um, so like... A, a game that isn't fucking Mario can actually merge ideas together. Mario yes. will be so... Conf- like, maybe they'll have... Oh, in this level, you've got bullet bills and the jumping things, right? Like, but yeah. that's as far as you go. This game yeah. will just have all the mechanics, like, all of them together in yeah. a level. And all like, throw Please them, use everything
0: you know? we've given you. You, you yeah. know how to use it. <laughs> we rolled it out slowly. You should know how to use it by now.
1: You just have a whole level that's like, okay, you go from um wall jumps of, uh, uh, like, the the disappearing blocks whenever you hit the green and blue switches. Yeah. Uh straight into uh the things that disappear when you standard them, straight into uh like slow down time rotating things, straight into the fucking um like rotating cylinders from uh, sunshine uh and they're all next to each other and they're all just like flow interestingly um with no concern for like this is the level that we'll be using for the four-step scheme that every fucking youtube video says about how nintendo designs their levels right
0: yes yes
1: <laughs> just pushes it so much further to so much more interesting territory
0: yeah for sure um the one the one mechanic i outside of the i don't like the slowdown at all i never thought it was like intuitive or interesting um the the corkscrew like pillars we have to like use the dash to raise up i hate those things i never figured out how to make them work reliably i felt like it just didn't work half the time Um, do you run into this yeah they just they just kind of go up it's just uh it just seemed like a way to get the pillars to go up but sometimes they didn't go up right like I would dash, what? and it just didn't work. I was like, "What? Why?" What are you talking about? If you sp- if you spun next to the pillars, they would move. Yeah, sometimes it just didn't do that for me. Okay,
1: I, I I never I I had the problem where like the puzzle because because the the pillar the way it's designed, right? You spin on the screw, but then yeah. the thing you're standing on also spins. There yes. were, like pu- There was like a puzzle around that where. You had to stand in the right place so that once you spun, you could go through the laser grids. It was yes, really annoying. That, that was, was a pain like, in the ass. Yes. That was a pain in the fucking ass.
0: Um, um, but I, I think never that f- one only gives you a cake, though. I don't think you have to do that for the video game.
1: Uh, yes, but I did. I did.
0: Okay. <laughs> I did. At that, point, at that point, I had bought all of the, like, mods I wanted, so I was no longer looking for cakes.
1: I was mostly getting the cakes because I thought them interesting. Um, I, One of my problems with the cakes, actually, is that you get a tool to... uh
0: you get you press on the left stick and you can scan for your treats right it, it points to the most it points to the nearest collectible like just an arrow that's like in three dimensions so it'll point up or down or you know in 360 but also elevation
1: i think this was a really bad choice to be a default ability i think it should have been a nice unlock for when you're clearing up because it does turn collecting the cakes in your first run into like every few like platforms I'm going to press that to say that. Yeah, okay, no. that
0: once I once I realized I had all the mods I realistically wanted and just stopped I had more fun for sure yeah.
1: And also, it makes me think, like, when I get to a platform and go, I oh, bet there's a thing over there, and then I feel that there's a thing over there and see it, that's so much better than finding an arrow. I think it's a really good cleanup tool if we're trying to get all the collectibles, like it stops yes. you going to game facts. Um But I think making it like a default, an immediately tutorialized part of your moveset, uh does stop, like, it just breaks the flow of the levels in the early game. Yesterday,
0: I was going to disagree with you, but you know what? I think you have a point. <laughs>
1: i did bring this up yesterday and you didn't respond because you're like that'll be on the podcast Um, yeah it wasn't that i thought that like the idea of having this is bad right i think it is a very useful thing and tool for collecting everything but i do think it makes the like process of the initial levels if you're trying to get all three cakes less interesting
0: it's Um, weird because i think it's really useful at the beginning to teach you what you should be looking for in terms of what counts as off the beaten path in the video mm -hmm. game but I think you could do that through like level design cues in world one and then kind of like let those go and then still have maybe make the the radar a mod right it's itself yeah I think I would I also think the mod I think there should be more mod slots I think the mod slots are too stingy
1: I think some of the mod slots could just stand to be ability upgrades I think it is fine like and the game's already difficult um when it like when I mean it pushes I understand
0: it I I understand and deeply empathize with we don't want a skill tree fuck skill trees <laughs>
1: uh yeah no absolutely but i also mean like the things you get from the mod are just sometimes useful and it is annoying to have to make the tra- i don't well, yeah. think necessarily. once, the trade-off I, once I bought
0: that once i bought the speed control for the snake wheel i never took that off because i want that all the time
1: right um and i also always want the like it is not necessarily interesting to always have the fourth flag uh, i actually took
0: that off eventually because i wanted other things more <laughs>
1: I know, I know, and I agree, but like it, the reason it's not interesting is that because by the time I don't want it, I'm better with the game and the tool set. Yes. Um so it ends up feeling like a punishment. Like anyone who is gonna need it uh just doesn't get to play with the toys that are interesting. Yes. Um and I feel like having those two things balanced against each other um just doesn't because like I also took it off because I'm like, I know these levels. I know when I'm putting down my flags, uh, it's not going to be a problem for me. I can put the other things on. Do you have the thing if where, I'm stuck,
0: yeah. where 90% of levels you were ending with like, oh, I've still got two checkpoints left. And then the other, 10, the other 10%, you were like, I'm desperate for another checkpoint. Yes,
1: every fucking time. <laughs> yes. Um, there are many, many times where I would get through a level and like, wait, I only put one down. Is that, is that it? Yeah. Are we done? Um, yeah. And other times I'm like, I've been in this level for 40 minutes. Oh my
0: God, please let me leave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just
1: just um this is how it goes right with level design
0: yeah and then honestly every every combat mod can just uh fucking go to hell because the combat in, in the game all sucks all the
1: combat can go to hell um all the combat's uh, bad uh three of the boss fights all suck um and i don't like whenever i, I have to stop like the i like
0: two of the four i guess there's five boss fights but the fifth one really doesn't count um
1: okay well i i i, I like the middle two
0: Yes, I also
1: liked the too. <laughs> uh I think the first one is that I I don't dislike the first one but the final phase is implemented so badly yeah, that really I failed so many times. Yeah, what
0: you're expected to do and if you if you mess up the timing is such or you have to redo the whole thing. We both were stuck redoing the thing whole thing a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd get to the final thing and be like pull down the the thing with the grappling hook and then I would do that and then I would die and I was like, well, "How did I die?" Yeah. And eventually I just didn't die. I just did so, so the same the, thing and yeah. didn't die. So the
0: way this works is you finish the world and you get to the boss and once you get to the boss it unlocks your ability that you get for the level and then you use that ability against the boss um and originally like in the design docs like we had it where you got the ability after you beat the boss but we thought it was more interesting to give it to you for the boss which they're right but also you're getting new abilities that you don't really know how to use that well and then expect it to perform with them and sometimes that is rolled out to you a little rough
1: Yeah, I mean that one is that one isn't even isn't like that problem is true, but this is literally like, but like the ways in which you go up to the guy to f- perform the final yeah, move. Yeah, but I specifically f- think broken. the way
0: in which that game uses the grappling hook as a combat m- ability to toss items around is badly explained and badly implemented.
1: Yes, one hundred percent.
0: If you're just grappling, it's fine. Everyone knows what a grappling hook is. I think it's a decent grappling hook, but its use in combat, which you have to do for the very final phase of that boss, is really annoying.
1: Um and then I, I like the one with the wheel because I think the wheel's the most satisfying thing to use. Oh the
0: wheel's fucking sick. It's just the you, you need to get further to Majora's mask because that move is straight out of Majora's mask and it's sick of oh, Majora's stop, mask. Also. Really? Man, That's I what the Goron's gotta... ability is, is basically that rollout.
1: out uh, Majora's mask might be the great anvil time. <laughs> yes. Uh I, I love the I love the I love the way that like popping out doesn't actually like you think, oh, if I pop out I'm gonna be in trouble. But no, popping out just like f- if you pop out for I would say for the first one, 1. 1.5 seconds, so you'll, like, slow down, it functionally forms as, like, an e-brake. Yes, it's
0: really sick how that works.
1: <laughs> it's so satisfying. It's so good. Anytime the level's built in, like, extended uh, sections around the, uh, the wheels and, like, oh, going to the a The ones wheel towards to- the
0: end of the game where just, like, huge long stretches of road are so fucking cool. <laughs> Don't mean to shock you, the
1: Electric a Street fan likes when there's a big speed <laughs> platforming bit. Yes, absolutely. Hate to be a cliche, but it is the thing I like. Yeah. Um and then the, the glide one was um fine. Uh but I like fine. the glide
0: more than you. I think the glide's perfectly I enjoyed the glide, I was really glad to get. It. I was like, man, this is the one thing I really wish this game had, and now I've got it.
1: I I thought it was very satisfying and fun to use. I just thought it was like a little a little fiddly sometimes. Um and then I thought the time boss fucking sucked. Uh, yeah, it the glide the also for the
0: record, the glide gives you a dash and a spin on the ground if you like a yes. uh which the, i think the dash is sick in the way it works in like combat but
1: it's yes. so useful that you literally cannot have any other ability on at any other time
0: <laughs> yes but yeah then there's a weird like you fire a little clock beam that slows things down in a radius so you can charge it up to make the radius bigger that move sucks i fucking hate it
1: yeah, it's so weird because it's like it's a time slow down thing, but it's not like any other time slow down where you're like it's, every other version of this is a meter that works on your character and just applies somewhere oh, around. Oh, you mean chaos control? I mean chaos control. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, any, any game, any game with a time controller just works like this. Um, and it is a little, like, I get thinking, oh, that's so undynamic, right? You just press a button and everyone slows down. just a bullet time button. Uh, the reason, uh, they do that is because it's really unintuitive and weird to like, okay, so you charge up with the first button press, uh, to determine the size of the, like, um, area you shoot out a little projectile then you press a second button press to trigger it which will then trigger at the size that you charged up to on the first button press uh so you have to you know match those um and then it'll stay in place for like you know 10 seconds and everything in that area slows down but only if they aren't cursed if the, cur- other than the curse it is cursed they won't slow down and that's just too much shit for one mechanic i'm never using and it's just, it just feels unintuitive and feels awkward and I i agree it was very very weird and then like the the, the final phase of the boss you fight with that uh, is so annoying because there's the bombs and I'm like freezing the bombs to stay in place so that like when they do their uh, like bite attack the big dragons will hit the bombs and not me uh, but the platform's so small and the things I'm avoiding keep coming and I kept like dying to really annoying things and didn't feel like it was, it was fair because um, cause you're fighting big enemies that you're looking up at, right? But you're also moving back and away from them, so your biggest threat is just moving off the edge without being able to see the edge, uh, which happened fucking constantly. I was like, man, what a terrible boss fight.
0: Uh, yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> um, But it's fine. Like, platformers often have bad boss fights. That's, like, not... Uh, it is annoying the first time you play them and when you get stuck on a boss fight for 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, But after that, it's like, you know, doesn't like b- bring down my estimation of the game it's still fantastic. Yeah, the other thing
0: the other thing about the combat stuff is um, I think the combat just f- floaty and sucks this is like and it's not the spark thing where like there's actually a deep combat system if you want there to be uh it's mostly just punch guys into spikes the video game or off ledges
1: it's weird and it partially is the spark thing in that the combat zone is an area where you have to stay still sure, and do a completely but it does not have mechanic. the
0: actual depth of the spark no. combat when when you get into it.
1: The problem is the spark combat uh feels good. I like it. I like to do I it. I don't like it,
0: <laughs> but I do understand that there is a combat mechanic I'm just not engaging with. This yes. literally is like throw punches to knock guys into spikes or off ledges. <laughs>
1: Um, it slows you down it is completely disconnected they're usually in little uh arenas where you have to take out three guys before you can progress yeah Uh, it doesn't feel like an interesting extension of your moveset it's just a thing you have to do uh for combat i would completely take combat out of this game if i could
0: yes uh it's a shame because like i I on some level i think the game knows it like all of the like extra stuff in the game like the uh the cartridge challenges or the trials are not they're not combat focused like there's combat in them sometimes but they are platform ass platform challenges did you do any of the trials the trials are so fucking hard
1: i did a, a couple of them but not that many because i'm like i got a bit this week i've had a bad yeah week. no i
0: i did um i did like three of them and i was like these are the hardest things i've ever done this i did them early because you can I get the trial place relatively early and i was like why is this so fucking hard and the answer was i didn't know how to play the game yet um and then the cartridges um are you have to find them around the main town. They're like the arcade games. Like someone, we lost all our arcade games. And they're in yeah. eight cartridges around the town. I and mean, if you find them, you can bring them back and load them up. And the cartridges are basically um, Super Mario 64 levels in the engine.
1: Yep. They're great.
0: They're fucking cool. <laughs> um,
1: So much of this game is just uh entirely inspired by the uh levels where you don't have flood in super mario sunshine that's just feels yes. like they were like hey you know how everyone was like oh that one bit of super mario sunshine was really good uh what if that was the entire video game and then they made yes. it
0: yeah they made it and it was good um, yeah the first time i saw that like the angled upward rotating <laughs> cylinder with like the spikes on it i'm like oh this is this is mario sunshine the
1: like cuboid but the uh edges are kind of flattened yes. so
0: you can still stand on yeah i'm like oh yeah mario sunshine's here yeah um and in similar ways to you know sunshine is has is still a game that many people do not like i think your enjoyment of this game basically would mirror how you feel about Sunshine in the Mario canon because it's got all the same problems of it. it's got a bunch of fiddly moves that it expects you to fucking learn if you don't you will not progress
1: well it doesn't have all this. it doesn't have the like it also has a bunch of completely pointless collectible bullshit that's
0: true that's true it does not have that stuff it has a lot of collectibles but it, it's all, all of them are optional basically and uh, none of them are like there's nothing like the blue coins fuck the blue coins and now we actually come to
1: like the philosophical thing when it here the question of what is a better form of platform bonus uh i this i feel like this defines you as a person with your enjoyment with 3d platformers is it better to collect three hidden things that are all like uh, at the end of some kind of challenge or interesting like notices about the environment or 50 hidden things uh that are just spread out throughout the level which one is more satisfying
0: <laughs> i think they have different purposes right they do so but like, like-
1: they are because they're separate they're not like two th- if they were in the same level it wouldn't feel so separate it, but here it's like which one's which one's more fun and i definitely prefer the 50
0: well here's the thing is uh i was like i knew what the lollipops unlocked they unlock uh clothing options and pets you can oh, wear yeah, your I head even what they unlock. <laughs> and so i just never did them
1: i i like them i feel like they like make i you was engage not collecting the...
0: lollipops and i was collecting you cakes because cakes lollipops? unlock mods and mods are useful they change the game
1: it Collectathons aren't about the things you unlock. Unlock from them. That's not the look. No
0: as one... someone who has 100%ed multiple N64 games, I'm done 100%ing collectibles for the sake of doing so.
1: I wasn't 100%. If I got to a level and I hadn't found all of the sweets, yeah. I wouldn't care. But if I'm going through like a, an obstacle and there's like a suite to the left, I will engage differently with the couple of platforms ahead of me in order to go and get that. It, it was more about like I was, I was a bit those, out. I was
0: letting those three sweets that were right in my way lie if I didn't accidentally pick them up just doing the game soulless heartless but i did Couldn't collect maybe. a lot of cakes originally before i ran out of things i wanted out of them um i think i am i think i am fundamentally the uh person who prefers the three things I, I, and you're, I the, think you're I'm, the person who enjoys the 50 things
1: i enjoy the 50 things but i also like with the asterisk that my an, annoyance is too strong but my my pushing away from the cake was because of the like they never felt rewarding I just felt like i was following an arrow
0: that's true um
1: so I may have felt differently if uh if the arrows weren't there in my initial run throughs of the level. Because hmm. the times I found cakes without uh clicking on the arrow were definitely way more satisfying when I was like, I knew there was a thing here. I found it. Ha ha. Right? Like yeah. that 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 fun moment that you just don't get when you're following the guide.
0: Yeah. That's fair i think it's weird the way um and it's fine because they they're in the second they're in the second go through and not the first go through um mm-hmm. the ways in which lollipops are not laid out like coins or uh or music notes in banjo they're not guiding you through the stage because you they assume you know how to play through the stage at that point more or less it's kind
1: of honestly weird that like you can get lost in this game kind not easily but like the the one guide thing you have doesn't point to the exit. If you can't find the exit, you're like yeah. where, where do I go? Um even though the exit would be the one thing I like the north star you need more than the treats, right? Yes. Um, and it's usually not a problem cuz the game is mostly straightforward, but that like I said there was that one time in the one level where you're going in and out of the buildings, I was like, where the fuck do I go? What do I do to finish the level? Yeah. Um and that part is is uh, is strange.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh,
1: cuz without cuz yes, you can't look at the coins where like they're an indicator of where you've gone, right? If there are no coins, you know you've already been there.
0: Yeah. Um And there's nothing I, like that in this game, really. It's just like, oh I mean, use use context clues to figure out kind of like where are the arrows pointing, where's stuff you haven't seen. Are there enemies over there? Well, there is enemies everywhere because I never fought anybody if I didn't have to. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't take out enemies unless they're in a combat yeah. zone. Um,
0: um is that it?
1: i might, it might be I, I really like this game i feel like this yeah, like too. went uh, a little complainy but only in the sense of like <sighs> it can
0: actually I mean, be we're we in the weeds about our mechanical feelings on it and that's because we think the game is worth that and right, i, mean, I yeah. thought this game was fucking excellent i had a great time
1: <laughs> uh i thought this game was really fucking good um i'm not going to be doing this because i don't really have time and i want to get on with other things but i could see if it hit on a different summer i would be spending 100 hours collecting everything right
0: like yes um, there's there's the me of 10 years ago before we were doing this every month absolutely would have 100% of this game
1: 100% of the game would have like got all the like part times and everything yes um it's great and it really like allows you to do it it, not only does it allow you to do that because everything allows you to do that but it provides a structure for a way to like find satisfaction in the like increasing mastery of the mechanics outside of having to join a discord full of speedrunners, right yes it, and i feel like this is a common thing with these games um there's like modern mechanical focus platformer like indie stuff uh we'll try to bring the the ideas of like speedrunning and mastery to normal people like we'll make a version of this that like you can engage with without actually going all in but you still get the like ideas of it right
0: yeah
1: uh because I would never want to speed run Mario sixty four. That would drive me insane. But I would maybe yeah. like to get the part time in this game. Right? That seems like an achievable version of yes. Generally the same skills, just not to the like extreme extent of mastery that would re- be required for that.
0: Well, it's like we, we were watching the um this the it was like a former world record speed run on just those on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I'm not
1: doing that. I'm not doing that. Yeah, shit. no. But
0: like the thing is, watching that, it's like. I understood all the movement they were doing. Like they, yes. they had a better understanding of how to exploit level geometry. But it's not like they were doing like tech that I didn't know how to w- work it right. Like I look at like a Sonic Adventure two speed run. I'm like, I don't know how to do any of that. That's not how the <laughs> game is played. This was just how the game is played.
1: I mean, this is this is the exact opposite of Sonic Adventure two. Because Sonic Adventure two is made of paper. Uh, yes, that's and true.
0: It is <laughs> about it is about tearing down the game with a bunch of weird stuff. But like you know, I. Uh, I watched it and I understood what being good at the game was in, and it was comparable to the way in which a normal person plays the video game. And I think yeah. that's cool.
1: And that's like partially because, like, the sprite design and the the visual design of every move is so distinct that I literally always know what button's being pressed. Like, oh, I am watching a world record speed run. I'm never confused about which, like, oh, he did this into this and did like all the time. It's instant. The feedback is that is so fucking hard. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, they drew a lot of sprites to make that work.
1: <laughs> but even, even like the, the yeah. not even the technical, but just the making it all flow together, making it yeah. read so well.
0: Yeah. Um- that's, that's the thing the, like the yeah. art design of all the moves is like so distinct and like un- like recognizes like silhouettes and transitions from one state to another that you're like yeah i understand exactly which you- i don't even need to see the like because the controls are on screen for that but i'm like i don't need them they wouldn't help anyway because they were keyboard and mouse <laughs> controls and i played this game on a fucking controller it is
1: yeah i mean it has a whole uh keyboard and mouse moves set uh if you want to yeah. go that way if you're crazy
0: uh
1: which apparently it's clearly precise enough for the world record so what yeah. do i know
0: but um yeah no i I think this game is great like our criticisms are because the, we're platformer sickos and we're just talking about the ways in which it works and what well, we found interesting friction points even more yeah, than is... criticisms like the, the thing my, my thing when i played this game i had a lot of things i was like oh i i wouldn't do i wouldn't do it this way but when i asked myself why the answer was because that's not how nintendo did it and i don't think making nintendo games a is possible for most people and b is idea. valuable yeah. yes the one the thing for me is um
1: I think it's just like funny. Is like, I look at the way the sprites convey the like move state, right, and like Mm -hmm. the things that are happening on screen, and it's just like the height of polish it's like so good it's so infinitely yes. readable uh but when you beat a segment and you then like need to see in the level the thing that has changed to progress why is that the worst camera of all time it comes to a
0: completely new angle that i have it's, no context for it's like, and no it's like a fucking like roblox event happening <laughs> every time a new platform appears i'm
1: like where is that where is that compared to where i am now what do i do like it sure it does cut away to show a thing has changed yeah. that has like and now you do this but i'm like well, okay, you've put in a new platform. Where is that? I'm not there. You you cut between them, you don't like do the fade thing, right?
0: No, the camera like rockets over like it's broken and then points the new thing and comes back to you. It's very goofy.
1: And the gulf between how like lo-fi that is uh yeah. and how truly peak of its craft the like base platform moves at the side is is very funny to me. It's very charming. Yeah. Um spark also has that right like sometimes you make an incredible game uh but it's being made by a very small team this isn't one person like spark but it is uh still a fairly small team
0: yeah i um uh, yeah i think it's i think it's great it's weird because like it's such a different more it's much more ambitious than like um like lunastis which you know mm-hmm. is doing a very very focused speed run couple levels you're in and out sort of game um and it comes with the drawbacks which is like it's messier and there's a lot more points of failure but i think it's uh we're in a fucking heyday for 3d platforming games you don't have to go to console makers for them it's That's a- saying like i really like the last 3d mario i really like the last 3d sonic that stuff's flourishing too it's fucked up <laughs>
1: I, that it is crazy that like we're about what like two weeks away from new sonic stuff that's gonna be cool yeah.
0: yeah um very excited for that frontiers dlc yeah i like frontiers i like bowser's fury i think both those games are really interesting um frontiers in like a very different way than any of this stuff because frontiers is trying a bunch of ideas like trying to figure out what the future of sonic might look like and i think most of them were interesting um yeah, yeah. it's
1: it is a good time for this stuff, unless everyone's going to have to delist their games on January.
0: So. <laughs> well, yeah. Literally every every small indie platform I've ever enjoyed going like, we're going to fucking nuke this shit on the first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> As we currently recording, they have not yet walked that back. Will they actually walk it back to any form that anyone considers acceptable? No. So who can say how yeah, fucked no, all be, of the games uh, I enjoy are?
0: Adventure for all of us, I guess. Buy Lunastus, if you have not, and all the other games that people are going to are are you know trying to threatening to delist um
1: i uh still prefer spark because that's just like my uh yeah yeah game of all yeah. time but this game it did make me a little frustrated about some things with spark because um it, but mostly in the structure because i think that like while i prefer the core cool moveset and levels of spark better it's just like my platformer you know speed platformers that are all about flow stuff i like remember how spark had that one level about collecting things and never again this game yeah. doesn't do anything like that. Everything is very, like, if we've got a challenge we've built in there, we've got a couple levels, they each have their own leaderboard, you know, virtual regimented and designed for, like, playing through uh and challenge mode stuff spark is the much more like freeway and like oh this is against maybe one person they had he he had one collection level in him and he's not going to be doing that a fucking game. uh
0: i uh i actually really like when this game does the i think it does it better than mario the in this zone you must collect the six keys which in like silver stars and mario to unlock the next little section of the level i think that stuff all really works really well i think almost every single one of those is like well handled um
1: because they're all like, you, they function as like little bespoke challenges, uh, little mini challenges before you go and like, do whatever thing you need to get to the exits.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, those levels are really cool.
0: Also, shout out to having good swimming in the video game.
1: It's crazy. All you need to do to have good swimming is to uh, not
0: have swimming.
1: You just have yeah, to have a button it, make that it, makes you Make it you act go. like
0: you're flying an airplane. Let's
1: yes. go. <laughs> you don't need to have a button that says turn into airplane. Yeah. Because it does not have
0: good swimming when you're not pressing the right. Trainer. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> but uh, when you're just zooming around as a little submarine, it's sick. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I think that's it for Demon Turf. Yeah,
1: we got some questions.
0: Yeah, so let's hit the music and we'll be back.
1: Yeah. <clears throat>
2: Too sloppy, take 'em out one at a time, like Rocky, I'm still young, got plans, got goals. It's my world, demon queen, you'll take control. Yeah, I heard about them, but they'll know about me. Capital B to the double E, D to the E. head hot joke, I'll make them up like a backup time to shine. You'll be out of here pronto. Oh, you're so scary and you're so intimidating. These are your last moments. Tick, tick. I'm just waiting. Don't care about your crew or your boss. You'll take a loss. Better quit now. Too late. Let's off, your time's done. This will be my dominion. King to a queen. You better pay attention. So have fun. Ready or not, here I come. Sands of the hourglass in the setting sun. Kaput. Stick a fork in it. teams seems cooked.
0: If you'd like to send questions, you can send them to AbnormalMappingPodcast at gmail.com. They don't even have to be about our game club. They just need to be about video games. That's all we're asking for. We love questions. Please send them in. Our first one is from Cool Swords. Have either of you played Shin Chan, Me and the Professor on Summer Vacation, The Endless Seven Day Journey, which is the My Summer Vacation for the Switch starring uh, Shin Chan. Crown Shin Chan. Yeah. Yeah. I I bought this and I played like an hour of it and I think I had to stop because we were were in the middle of Abnormal Mapping shit for something else and have never gone back to it. It seems very (laughs) cool.
1: uh it's crazy how many things that describes sometimes you're in yes. of shit.
0: yeah um i would like to play it but here's the thing at this point uh the the ps2 version of uh my Summer vacation is feels like it's going to be out in the next six months so i probably will just wait for that but i did buy it i was like they're going to release the game i'm going to give them money for it even if i don't end up playing it right away i will probably play it someday um I need I need Millennium Kitchen to understand. I will buy whatever you put out. Just put out video games, please, the love of God.
1: Um, do they even exist? I mean, they have to exist because this was at, it was actually Millennium Kitchen making the
0: um. Yeah, they just there was a new My Vacation that just came out in Japan like a month ago or something, two weeks ago. Because for like a decade they were like
1: working out of a shop or something. I don't know. Yes. I just remember it being yeah. very weird, like the yeah. employment situation there. But they clearly got back on their feet post twenty twenty. Yep.
0: Um. Luke writes in play a bit of demon turf super didn't vibe with it, but it did make me wonder if you, if there are any games you consider to be trying too hard with their theme or presentation, I would not say demon turf is like that, but I understand. Cause when Jackson recommended, it, I looked at the trailer. And I was like, I don't know about this one. It looks like it's trying to be funny. I literally said that. I was like, looks like it's trying to be funny. Are you sure? And you're like, oh, it's like a really like intense platformer. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. Even if it is trying to be. And I actually think that outside of the very beginning of the story stuff, this game mostly is not, it's not story heavy. There's very few cutscenes. It's just not getting in its way like that. It just lo-
1: it just looks like it might be. Yeah, um, it looks like it might be. This is kind of tied back to the... Uh paradise uh, kiss thing I saw it just like it gives off the vibe paradise of the stuff killer paradise
0: K- kiss is not <laughs> paradise, <laughs> killer. <laughs> paradise, killer.
1: <laughs> paradise killer sorry different different game different thing not a game um but uh george should show up in um uh the 25th cycle
0: oh he absolutely would thrive <laughs> there Are you kidding me <laughs> he would
1: fit in so well yeah god paradise killer uh anyway uh yeah it does give off that vibe but it just isn't one of those i understand how you might think that from the start when it's like got this um webcomic cartoon network adjacent like kids animation by adults with like an adult tinge aesthetic right yeah
0: um
1: but it just kind of isn't just isn't, turns out to not really be that as it goes um uh that's true but yeah uh, i'm trying to what think of like you- things that this would apply for for me
0: uh i mean i feel like when i think of the games i think of as like trying too hard there's the um the game by the uh, Oxenfree oxen free people i think i looked at that one oh, and i was like nope. the, the drinking one yeah i was like nope can't do that one no thanks um i feel this way mostly about like the games that get labeled under like wholesome games like all of the oh you know build a farm in the woods or you're also running a coffee shop and uh everyone's like a weird uh hipster animal sort of aesthetic those are the ones to me that i go this is trying too hard
1: uh yeah the one for me i'm thinking of is a neon
0: white short hike a short hike trying too hard
1: man I, people are gonna come for you for that one
0: i know i thought it was bad uh neon white. i haven't, haven't played neon white i want to play neon white I, I want I to
1: play more of it i i've like seen a bit of it and um the gameplay stuff seems fantastic everyone says like oh it's it's great speed run uh like bring speed running to the masses in a way that is both true and also annoyed me i mean this came out when it came out of like that's a lot of games not you, there's so many games you could try that are doing that so you've only played the one that came up on twitter um yeah but then like it has a bunch of uh very annoying um like fake persona flirting stuff uh and unlike paradise killer it was not well written so uh at least from what i've seen maybe if i played it and spent eight hours that i would change my tune i'm open to changing my mind about anything uh but i definitely it gives off that vibe from the stuff i have seen
0: uh also completely random question which famous comedy duo do you consider the two of you most like and which one of you is which we can't answer this only camille can answer this (laughs) Um, I was going to say Siskel and Ebert, not a comedy duo, but it's the first Yeah, but thing no, we move. can't both be Ebert. I'm Ebert, you're Siskel. No, 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 no,
1: but like, this is like, everyone says they're George on Seinfeld. Fuck you.
0: Um, the actual thing that makes this difficult is, um, I think that ultimately jackson's persona as online poster spoils the soup for this for anyone actually trying to assign this um because you're you're the shit poster online um and i'm not but i you're you're the cinnamon roll in real life and i'm the jokester who gives you a hard time
1: yeah no on on podcast you're the one who's not even on podcast it's like on the call on the when i'm talking to this microphone you are being a goof like half the time yeah
0: yeah I'm the, um, I am a goof, but also I'm kind of the serious one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you're like more uh, on schedule. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I, I just mean like in temper. I just feel like there's a lot of stuff that you think is really funny that I just go oh, fucking roll my eyes at this. Stupid. Yeah, but um, you did
1: get literally everyone in the Discord to post Evolve
0: of it for a week.
1: For a week! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes I'm tickled by things. <laughs> oh... I just don't think we map this well onto a comedy duo. Is that the actual answer? I don't think there's a good one. If you have a good one, uh, you know, enjoy. Write in. We probably won't read them, but I'll I will read them and go. Huh? I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah, I, I, I really think it. there's like a serious like pr- public persona versus um, how we are in real life split between uh, the two of us that make this difficult
1: i think if you listen to the podcast it's a little yeah no i think
0: right? i think the podcast listeners understand what i'm talking about when i say that even but i mean like if you read our twitters i think you get literally the opposite idea of how we are in real life
1: yes i do think that like my twitter is a very 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 bad way to understand me i think yours yes. is a better way to understand you but still not like that yeah. great right like yeah, yeah. but podcast listeners I don't,
0: I don't mean that because like we're mostly this is the dynamic it is what it is yeah. um all right, uh, Stabworth. Whenever I hear the name Demon Turf, I have to convince myself it's not some weird game about golfing in hell. Uh, that would What's be a been... good game. <laughs> <laughs> have it's you that had... one says
1: I don't know why this is? It's because Turf... What do you mean you don't know why this yeah. is? Of course you know why this
0: <laughs> is. Have you ever had a game where the title has your brain certain it's a wholly different thing? Or do you have an idea to wholly revamp games based on island titles? Well, we'll not be doing that today. But have you ever I had g- one where you're like I don't know what this is? What? <laughs> I genuinely
1: don't think this has ever happened to me because the speed, the time between me hearing a game's title. Uh, and can thinking anything about it, and then me watching a YouTube video of that video game is about five seconds, usually.
0: Oh, um, that's fun. Like, uh, if before, I'm interested in any game, I'm going to see footage uh, of I mean, like, uh, I thought... I haven't played this, but I, Custom Robo, to me, I always file it in the Chibi-Robo part of my head. Not a Chibi-Robo game. Not a Chibi-Robo game at all.
1: <laughs> no. It's hard to have happened more, like, in my youth, I guess. Yes,
0: no, this is a thing that I think of as happening back in the day. These days, like, I hear about games with screenshots or GIFs or something, right? Like, it's yeah. hard to do.
1: I just can't separate games from their actual things because i'm not hearing a name out of context basically ever i'm trying to go back to my childhood i thought i
0: thought winback was a flashback style like cinematic platformer for years so it's not a shooter um
1: yeah that's that's one of the cover mechanic games right
0: yeah i believe so Uh, um i I don't
1: have anything necessarily super
0: interesting here yep uh silver writes abnormal mapping generally takes a play game series in their order approach but are there any games you're avoiding <sighs> playing because you feel you need to play a differently not directed connected game first Probably makes sense
1: many Is that less you know what i'm gonna say currently no Cur- but there are times i have done this many times but i'm like actively in like what's a therapist example? way because
0: here's the thing i'm like what's the example
1: what do you mean what the example? Like an example Because like things- what
0: Hilvers talking about here is not, I, I can't play, I can't play East 3 until I play East 1. Hilvers talking about like, I can't play, I'm even trying to think of a good example of this. Like, I can't play, uh, it's so hard. I so fucking can't even think of anything. Just like not, it's not the same game. It's not the same franchise, but like, oh, this one builds off of this. so I have to understand this. I have to go back to basics, you find yourself playing fucking Space War. No one should play Space War. It's 2023.
1: Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say mine's too embarrassing. Like, okay,
0: my thing. I have, I have, I have this paralysis with like shmups specifically, which is a genre I'd like to get more into. But I go, oh, I don't know if this is like. I won't know if this is mechanically riffing on a thing that existed before. And then you just go, well, I need to play everything from the 80s first before I can play any of the 90s games. Uh, and I'm like, what am I doing here? Stop it. Just play I, a fucking video game. Shoot some I, a few
1: years ago, I used to be in that and then just ended up playing nothing. Um, yeah. And now I've been much more chill. But I definitely remember. Yeah, no, I mostly like, just
0: pick up games and play them now. But I do have this mental process in my brain running at all times.
1: Yeah. Um, and the thing is, every, even when I had this mental process, I didn't actually do this mole. I just worried about it. I just worried about it. I was just like, oh, i got to finish my, uh, you know, finish reading log before I can play Fire Emblem, before I can play Final Fantasy Tactics in my tactics game exploration. And now I fucking don't. You know, no, I don't. I don't need to do these things, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and, and I still haven't played any of the, the tactics <laughs> games I intended yeah, I to. You so, have yeah. played some Fire Emblems. I've played a couple of the Nest Fire Emblems. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but... You spend ahead of me playing the Let's Play of Final Fantasy Tactics, which you can find on uh, <laughs> Patreon.com for five. Yeah, Patreon.com/slash/romantic
0: <laughs> for 5 dollars a month. We're doing that weekly. Um, to be determined whether there was one this week because uh, it kind of depends how I feel this afternoon after recording my podcast. I might record a Tactics, but I am recovering. I'm tr- I should take it easy, so I might take it easy. Um, um
1: but I, I do. I think the one I do still tend to hold to is uh, I try to not play like. The revival games without playing the original games. What do you mean? It's like, I'm not going to play Bloodstain until I've run out of Castlevanias, stuff like that.
0: Oh, I did. I did play Bloodstain. Well, I mean, but you familiar with all running running the Castlevanias. Cas- yeah, yeah, that's um, fair. Um, I think, I, think there, I have exceptions to this. I don't think I would hold hard and fast to this. The, the, the actual thing is, I think you should chase your enthusiasm. And if you just want to play a new game, and you're like, oh, but I really should have played this one first. And you're not, that doesn't make you in, like, invested in playing the new thing. Just Just play it out of order. It's not going to yeah. kill you
1: uh my the thing i am doing with this is literally mentally as like a therapy process trying to shut up the part of my brain does others because like i say it doesn't make me enjoy things more doesn't necessarily even make me more knowledgeable about them or have better taste. it just is a thing in the way of enjoyment and actually doing the criticism that i do right <laughs> i think it's a mostly entirely harmful process even though i do find historical context interesting yeah. uh, i don't think this way of expressing it is healthy so i'm trying to stop doing this yeah but i will still play games in order so you know it is what it is
0: yeah sometimes i will sometimes i won't it kind of i take it as it lies you know kind of depends on how much i'm biting off but like i want to do a soul reaver abnormal mapping. not anytime soon but it's on the agenda and i think i've talked you down from we don't have to play blood omen before we do that which is an entirely fucking other video game it's not even a the same style of video game
1: you told me down, but I wasn't hard to talk down because I have literally zero interest in Legacy of Kane whatsoever.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'll do
1: what I, that one is. This one's much more like I at one point made a spreadsheet of all the RPGs I wanted to play. I was like, what if I just start from the top and just start playing RPGs? And then I played three 90s RPGs in a row uh, or 80s RPGs in a row. and was like, that's enough of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just too well, to be fair, you did play a three Dragon Quests and uh, four Final Fantasies. And, you know, you got some good games in you. <laughs>
1: the thing is the like impetus between it and the quests uh, was mostly good because i was just hitting the classics i played all the three ness dragon quests uh no well, not four because that's also ness but i played this is where i played the first three east games as well yeah
2: um
1: and i still have that list i but i'm gonna work through it in a much less like chronological strict yes. order
0: But well, um, yeah otherwise you'd be playing dragon quest clones until you're dead
1: yes um but the the base structure of it i do kind of want to you know there is a healthy version of this, which is like it is still helpful to have the list to refer to when I'm going. What do I want to do next? Right, that part's helpful.
0: Yep. Uh, Devin writes in Jackson. Are you ever going to make M play Minog? What's Minog? I had to Google what this was um, Okay. because I've no
1: fucking idea what Minog is. Yeah, I don't and know then what I this found is. out, and I was like, oh, and then I sighed. I sighed because it is Mata Nui online game, this point and click 2001 Bionicle game that I didn't play at the time.
0: Oh. Uh. Um, um i think i played
1: this like, a couple lunches at school but like I've because of i'm
0: old and i get to just de- de- declare things unilaterally i'm never playing a bionicle game it's literally a franchise so racist they got sued and lost for being racist
1: <laughs> how do you lose how do you are so carelessly rate? with how racist things are just generally how are yes. you so carelessly racist you get sued by it
0: yeah um
1: yeah uh
0: I, f- I, understand, I understand that like, what people value about Bionicle is not that stuff, and they've, they've tried to fix it up and whatever, and people still like Bionicle, but I'm not 20, I don't give a shit about Bionicle, never did.
1: Uh, 20 year olds do not give a shit about I Bionicle, know, I know. was cancelled I mean by I'm old, I'm old. They I'm are also my old. age, they're 30. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. to say that we are both 10 years older than we think we are. Bionicle uh, became a thing after I had stopped buying Legos, because I was in my teens and playing RPGs instead.
1: Yeah. Um I, I did know of Bionicle, obviously, and I was getting into it, but I didn't I like aside from playing this one at lunch a couple of times, I never really got into this one. It was a, a big like point and click game, kind of misty, honestly. Uh that uh-huh. was like a vehicle for a lot of barnacle lore. Um whereas I was much more like I, I had a barnacle book, uh, and I, I watched the CG movies. Um uh-huh. and that's my that's that's where I remember barnacle stuff. But I I don't yeah other than finding it funny i don't hold on to bionicle in the way that a lot of people
0: do um kurt from new york writes in and i say it like that because i heard about your podcast from the giant bomb community and i've become a big fan thank you which is a wild thing to hear
1: <laughs> I, I for some reason my gut reaction was to recoil from that and i thought about it, i was like wait a minute that's I good i was like
0: my 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 gut reaction was to apologize for feasibly <laughs>
1: Yeah, yes, and that was like, oh, I can't believe, it. but uh, that's good. Right? I'm glad we have somebody who likes us. That's yeah. no one's, no one's unhappy here. They found podcasts we like. We have someone who's enjoying our stuff. I, don't I know why fell asleep I felt bad. listening
0: to Mario Party Party last night and woke up to them starting Mario Party Party 10 or the Mario Party 10 quick look. That's that's what happened to me last night. Oh, no. this morning uh, it was everyone, everyone just stomping on Dan's heart because it doesn't accept the Waluigi amiibo. Um, and he's like, but I got to be my guy. And it's like, no, I guess we're just going to have to go without it. <laughs> just being so mean to him. He
2: deserved it.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I wanted to ask you any thoughts about the Disgaea series. It's one of my favorite RPG entries.
1: Uh, I've played about 10 hours of Disgaea 1. Um, wow. And I quite liked I, it. I didn't know this. When did you do this? uh we were about 2016 oh okay 2017, maybe go. um i just downloaded it one time and played it uh and i quite liked it um but it's it's definitely a game that i don't know how much i'm ever going to get into it feels extremely comfort foody. i was like i i saw the loop right i saw like oh you go into your weapon so great the weapon to do this to do this better uh i see how people can like sink thousands of hours into Skya. um, but that's just not really how i play games i'm not really here for like the comfort of sinking into a very long mechanically they're tactics games right yeah but they're very simple tactics games they're much more about the like you do a small map you grind the power you get like 99999 levels um and you can grind your characters and your characters can grind their weapons uh there's like so many different vectors for doing uh like progression and advancement and various things um so they are tactics games, um, and what I played was simple enough and early enough that I don't know how like complicated it gets. But it's se- it seems like more of the interesting stuff within the progression systems. Um, I
0: I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna toss this out to the, the community, the MMO community. Um, I if I was going to play one Disgaea game, one. Assume I will never touch another entry. I'm just Disgaea gonna load five. up one. What is it? And what platform is it on? Because uh, every it's... fucking game gets remade and put on eight different platforms.
1: It, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and guess it's probably going to be Disgaea 5 and it's going to be PC. I mean it's going to be PC because the only one that's not on PC is Disgaea 3 and that's okay. that's, that's there won't be that one.
0: Cuz I want it on Steam Deck cuz that would that would help. Definitely help.
1: Is they all run on Steam Deck? The Disgaea games?
0: I, I thought the I thought the most recent one would like ran so poorly that everyone fucking hated it.
1: Uh Disgaea 6? Well, it's not going to be that one, so don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um so my thing with Disgaea, I never played Disgaea. I did p- finish the first Prinny game. <laughs>
1: Oh, what the fuck, oh, it's dude! Oh, which extremely
0: M core thing to do? <laughs> I was like, oh, if I, like I don't care about this guy, but this fucking cool platform where you get like ni- like a thousand lives to finish the video game. That sounds sick. Didn't play the second one by then. I was doing other things, but I did Holy finish in- the first pretty game. Holy
1: invasion of privacy, bad man! Is that the one?
0: No, that, that's, that's, that's that's a different one. game. That's the Dungeon Keeper style game.
1: Ah i'm getting all these uh rpgs that i heard about on giant bomb in 2009 confused uh, printy, can
0: i really be the hero it's like that's a it's like a yeah it's like a you get you get a thousand printies and it's like a it's like a really hard platformer and when you die you just get a new Prinny, and you just go and you have to finish the game in a thousand lives
1: wait so it's like they made i want to be a guy into a real game
0: yeah yeah it looks great like look look at the screenshots of it you're like man psp I fucking could do no wrong
1: that's cool psp
0: yeah um, um and i know not know second matter. one but i haven't i haven't played that one
1: this 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 looks so fucking cool you know i'm not gonna yeah. play this but it does look really cool. i see exactly why you non-disgaier person still tried
0: this yeah it was It was pretty good i remember it being pretty good
1: uh this doesn't matter either way but i know someone will bring it up which is that when i said the only uh um the only one that's not on steam is three i do also know that there, there is also another game that's not on steam which is d2 Disguise, the sequel to disgaier one uh I just didn't want anyone to think I didn't know that. That's all.
0: Okay. Wait, is is that distinct from Disgaea two?
1: Yes, it's Disgaea one two, like ten two, but they made
0: it. Later. Oh, okay, okay. Because this is
1: me. This is my job: is to know everything
0: about RPGs I'm never going to play in my life. No, 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 that's fine. I mean, this is literally part of i mean it's not part of our job no one asked for this but like i think it is our responsibility to understand games that exist and we just have at this point really distinct knowledge sets i think is like useful where i get to tell you about donkey kong versions and you get to be annoyed even though you really should play Donkey Kong jr just a little bit to see what it is um that well, and, that's
1: historically important. That's not I at one point looked up all the Disgaea games like I might play yes, them and then. But didn't. I don't
0: think you know what I think at this point it is historically important and like get I know what Disgaea games exist that there's oh there's a there's a one two, uh <laughs> I think that's as important as like Donkey Kong variants in history. I guess that's true. I guess it's just my Disgaea uh, is a historically important video game series at this point. That's true. It. it,
1: it that's that's true. Yeah. I guess Nintendo just being more famous doesn't make them more important.
0: Yeah, no, we're not we're not going to buy into that. Anyway, uh cool swords, right? So I'm pretty sure this is the second cool swords email, but that's fine. Totally. If you have another idea, like two months two weeks later, write in again. Um, could we get a Steam Deck update? Are you still enjoying it? Are there any kind of games you tend to play on there? Has it changed the sort of games you play? So um. I played obviously this game on my Steam Deck. Uh I had a great time. I use my Steam Deck a lot. Um and i like it quite a bit uh my thing is i wish it had a better screen that's my one big complaint and i mean that in two directions i mean i think the resolution should be a little better and i wish the colors were better and those are kind of distinct problems but um uh, i would when really like make an a, oled when the they Steam
1: make deck. a 1080p oled stream that too uh, that's it that's the fucking online. end game
0: for me um
1: it'll be a thousand dollars and you'll somehow try to make it work because that is i don't think you have to m- fucking
0: change anything about the actual form factor of the steam deck beyond that i think it sits well in the hand i like it um, i think it's comfortable to use for long periods of time even though it seems way too large and heavy um no
1: they just made it large in the right way like just, yeah. they thought about it
0: <laughs> yeah um and uh that's been cool uh it's also the perfect device for uh visual novels in the world uh it's wild Whenever I find one that doesn't work on there, like um, the Flowers games uh, that I've been chipping away at, the second one just crashes all the time. It's like, fuck, motherfucker. I played the first one, they're just fine, but this one just doesn't work. Uh, So I got to play it on my PC, which means I haven't played it. I've I've, I've loaded it. I'm like an hour and a half in. I just, every time I choose to play it, I choose to lay down instead. You Going to read a book by sitting at your computer all day for 60 hours? No. I don't. I don't. It's not, it's like 10 hours, but it's still too much. I guess it's not Um human Echo. Yeah. Um, if you don't play Wineko, that runs on the fucking Steam Deck. You can play it on your Steam Deck. Um, that's true. That doesn't run well. But, like, um, like Armored Core runs on, on the fucking deck. The thing with the deck that's wild that Valve has done is they put a lot of work into patching the game, like, doing sh- uh, shader pre-caching, um, which means that the game's automatically have like the, the way the resource out if you don't know anything about how fucking computers work the pre shader caching is like just a file that lives on your deck when you install the game That's like here's all the information that the game needs to access to load models and textures and stuff conveniently placed where it's easy to do that so it decreases load times makes the games run better it's really important that valve does all this work for the big games because it's what makes the games that you don't think should ever run on a handheld run on a handheld yeah Um, it's crazy it's it's the thing that console games automatically don't have as big of a problem with because of the way they're structured but pc stuff does
1: uh, and also like windows is really bad at this (laughs) yes yes well famously aren't running
0: running windows but yes
1: that's what i mean but like when you run your desktop and you go why is my pc that is clearly better than a console struggling with this thing um it's because windows just fucking sucks and it's really annoying and you're like running on top of seven different layers of shit from
0: 20 years ago uh, but like even with like Armcore, like the the problem with Armor core becomes not how it runs because it runs just fine. uh It's uh, some of the text is really small, it's hard to read because it's a it's a 800 p screen.
1: Yeah, text is the difficult thing on the uh, on the Steam Deck. I I am still playing it like in bed sometimes. Uh, I don't use it as much as you because I'm my PC is plugged into my TV. Mm. Um, so when I'm playing PC games on my TV, it is generally my preferred way. Yeah, uh, but I I use it a lot for like holocure and vampire survivors and like chill down games yes um very good for those
0: uh here's my other thing and this is more about like just the where games have gone in the last 10 years than it is a problem uh, i think the next steam deck should be um 16 by 9 and not 16 by 10 because i just play enough games that don't have good 16 by 10 support this used to be the norm for monitors and then monitors just went to tv resolutions and then games stopped supporting 16 by 10 a lot of times
1: i've never had a 16 by 10 anything in my life so when the scene that was 16 by 10 i was like why the fuck is 16 by 10 it
0: used to be the default monitor resolution (laughs) is this
1: just an valve old head computer guy decision i believe so i
0: mean i assume they just got the panels cheaper it does like it you know the panel allows the panel to be taller which helps with the steam deck because the rest of it's all jammed in there you know um yeah, I, I guess there are it's reasons, not like a bad and it, it, like it makes it makes like th- four or three content. If you're emulating on a Steam Deck, exceptional. If you if you want to run emulators, you don't have like you don't have a Mister. Don't you know? Uh, that's a big investment. It's way more than a Steam Deck. Um, you
1: were the last person on Earth to be allowed to buy a Mister for what can be charitably
0: described as a reasonable price. <laughs> yeah they've only gone up a little bit um it's i thought you, know, you
1: got in right before the like ooh, the, the no no, big no. Hike. i mean
0: misters are expensive they've always been expensive it's just okay. inherent in the technology um but um um uh, and if you don't have a pc that runs a lot of emulators uh, and you want one device that'll run everything and you're willing to pay a steam deck amount the steam deck runs so many things well and there's definitely gaps and you'd want to check especially if you're in the era of like GameCube games. I've I've played some GameCube games on my Steam Deck. They run fine. I've played other GameCube games on my Steam Deck. Don't fucking run fine. Um,
1: yeah, that's definitely in the like game by game yeah. basis situation.
0: Yeah. So once you get to that that generation, you really need to check. But before that, everything runs pretty well. Um, it's a great it's a great platform for that sort of stuff if that's your speed. So uh, I think it's really good. I think <laughs> it's 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 the device that I'm most impressed by. In a world where most of the devices like that come out, I am not impressed by.
1: And also, the most important thing about any piece of technology is uh, that it has a wide support uh, and a massive user base. Yes, uh, this is this is why it doesn't matter whatever fucking specs this rog ally or whatever competitor is using. Uh, it won't be made by Valve, so it won't have like the massive libertarian army of testers uh, that Valve brings with you, right? Like it doesn't well, have the. It
0: does have the part where it's like asus you know it's not nobody it's not the same as like the retroid pocket
1: sure but like steam valve as a company is completely unique because they are collecting taxes yes. on every pc game so they're like evil in that way but their values are this like weird you know uh gabe Mill was an actual libertarian and not just a fake yes. one like yes. so he does genuinely believe in the things he's doing yes. uh, in a way that's like He's still evil, and I still, you know, class enemy and everything, but it just expresses itself differently, and that's how you can get this really elaborate Steam Deck thing. It's <laughs> because, still... like, you'd
0: think, you'd think this would have happened to more Valve things, but, I mean, they were the company that dropped every good idea they ever had six months later, except for this one. It's been weird that this one's just seemed to work.
1: Now that this has happened, and everyone likes their Steam Deck, please do another Steam Controller. Now that everyone is yes. like, oh, it's good to have a... a
0: Touch touchpads and, yes. and buttons yes
1: yeah just do the steam controller again
0: i'm ready i'm ready for a steam controller too i think you've got all the ideas you need to make a good one um please fix it
1: yeah i think that by the virtue of the fact that everyone has steam decks if you said you could have these features while on the tv people would uh more people would sign up than did at the, t- at the time yeah give that another go. um
0: yeah steam Deck's good if you if you want to get one get one they were on they they're on sale right now but i don't know if that i don't think that'll be true by the time this episode comes out so uh rip to that but um i would recommend personally getting the cheapest one and you don't even need to upgrade the ssd but if you do it's really easy i promise you it's just like undo the back and uh, unscrew like one thing and you can do it in 20 minutes with very minimal understanding of how technology works you can watch videos it's very doable i promise
1: I just shoved the massive SD card in there. I don't even need a SD. Yeah, that's SSD. also the
0: option, is you just, big, just shove a big SD card in there. And uh, there's plenty of guides on how to set that stuff up, if you're interested. Um, I don't think it's worth buying the expensive ones, unless you really, for some reason, are playing that outside a lot and you need the anti-glare screen, but uh, you're not, and I don't.
1: <laughs> that's the Steam Deck check-in.
0: Yeah. Um, and then Crystal writes in, what's the best jump in a video game?
1: So I saw this come in. And I've Mm -hmm. been thinking about it, uh, Mm. and it's still the long jump. It's still the Mario long jump. It couldn't be anything else with the Mario long jump. It's always in the Mario long jump. And Demon Turf does have that jump exactly, so good job. Um,
0: I think it's the Mario long jump. I think think we've had this question before, and I think at the time I answered the Mario somersault jump, and I still might stand by that one um i just like the sense of weight that comes with you shift inertia and then jump and then the jump is like its own unique jump i think it just looks and feels cool i don't think beeves has quite the weight that mar i specifically like the one in mario sunshine i think it's like the most like mario just feels heavy when he does that jump even though it's the high jump i don't get it it just works just fucking works
1: um i I think i just like when there's a series of buttons that you press uh to like turn a move into like a thing you repeatedly do like i mm-hmm. like doing a long jump into a roll into another long jump in odyssey and stuff like that yeah um the, th- the one i actually think of all the time and to be clear this is not a good this is a bad jump in fact it is one of the worst jumps in a video game that we like uh but in ninja Gaiden, right. The jump is terrible in that game but what is very satisfying is just moving around the world by alternating rolling and jumping um and i just like that in any game any game where you have like there's always a button to press to get into the rhythm of movement is the thing that i'm looking for for my jumps yeah it's fair and the long jump is like the best expression of that because it's the mario 64 version of it yeah
0: all right uh that's it again abnormal mapping podcast at gmail.com uh next month is our 10 year anniversary we're not doing anything special, I say, that's before not I true. a game that people are going to think is special. But I promise you, we just picked it because we wanted to play it.
1: You, pick, I
0: had been spending
1: the whole year thinking, I need to think of something that's interesting and good, and people will flip out for, and it like feels like a summation of everything we've uh, been doing, and will be a really interesting episode. And blah 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 blah. Uh, and then you just be like, what if we did this? And I was like, oh, it's actually perfect for all the things I wanted. God damn it! But you weren't, <laughs>
0: you weren't even thinking of those terms. No, I just, I just, it's a game I want to play. We are playing shenmue
1: fucking one. shenmue let's go so
0: i want to be clear only the first game um i'm gonna be playing the ps4 re- whatever I'm going to play, it's on my ps5 the the re-release um oh, it on PC. i assume you will be too um yes, the new
1: version
0: yes yeah um i don't think it matters that much i just want to let people know for sure that's what we're playing if you want to play the dreamcast version be my guest um we are only playing the first game but we are committing as part of this to playing the other two games at least one game a year um we might go faster than that uncommitted actually probably not with final fantasy rebirth coming fast sooner than we expected our whole schedule got a little compressed Good, yeah but we will be playing shenmue 2 and 3 they just will be coming in 2024 and 2025
1: um a lot of final fantasy games coming in the next couple months i mean that's always that is true, not, that is not but...
0: necessarily guaranteed they're going to be our like october games every year we're not committing to that either we're just going to do them i promise we're going to do them
1: it is entirely dependent on how much we enjoy Shenmue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how but much we really need to don't get
0: back wanna, to Shenmue. I don't want I I to do the thing where we play Shenmue 1 and then never touch the sequels, because the sequels are also interesting, weird games in their own right. And uh, we're going to do it. We're committing all three.
1: Yeah, by saying it out loud, uh, people can now go, when are you doing that? When are you doing that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, if it gets to be like November, we haven't announced Shenmue yet next year. Uh, Shenmue 2 would be like, what the fuck? And we're like, all right, yeah, okay, I guess we'll sit down and play Shenmue 2. And then we'll probably enjoy Shenmue 2. <laughs> Because feel like we're pe- the, the pe- weirdest people on Earth to have not played Shenmue. <laughs>
1: yeah. The thing, the, the thing is, I remember at the time, I remember like five years, when we played Yakuza 3. I remember being like, yeah. oh, Yakuza is so good. It's like Shenmue, like everyone says to play Shenmue, but I never did. And I bet this is way better. It's like a real interesting video game. And now I've gone fully the other way. And I expect to enjoy Shenmue much more than I enjoyed Yakuza. <laughs> yeah. So finally have prepared. I'm in the right headspace for Shenmue, apparently.
0: Yeah. So look forward to that. Uh, it'll be good. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it'll be terrible, but probably not. Anyway, if you have like emails you want to send because of the 10th anniversary, we're not, like I said, this is, we're not doing anything special, but if you want to send specifically 10th anniversary emails about whatever, feel free. Uh, we'll read them. It'll be great. Uh, even if you're like, oh, you don't need to read this on the air, but we do want to send an email. If you just want to tell us that you're glad we've existed for 10 years, honestly, I'll take the feedback and uh, validation at this point. <laughs> I am fishing for compliments a little bit, but I don't care. It's our 10 year. I'm allowed. And it's my Duh. birthday next month.
1: Send anything about how Pokemon isn't dead.
0: <laughs>
1: and it was the second episode. Just, just, you know, just, just maybe it's fine.
0: You I, know what? You know what? You look at that frame rate for the uh, next <laughs> DLC, and Pokemon might be dead.
1: Pokemon <laughs> be fucking dead, man.
0: <laughs> how did they? How did they release a game that runs like that? What the? They, fuck made, is it wrong with you they made it worse.
1: They made it worse as like a
0: memory yeah. leak. Now, like it runs like yeah.
1: uh, I, I don't even know. I mean, always ran off. What's going on over there?
0: Yeah. Anyway that's it for us uh jackson where can people find you
1: you can find me at on off on twitter.com and also occasionally on blue sky and co-host depending on where the internet is at any given day uh and you can find the podcast that we do at normal mapping.com we have a whole bunch of different ones go listen to them
0: you can find me on Twitter at EM underscore being other social media networks or some variation of that name. If you'd like to support the network, you can do that. Patreon.com. Sational mapping for $1 a month. You get the great Gundam project. We are about to start double O or have already started depending. I don't know which week this is coming out yet. Um, and, uh, double O Gundam, uh, and we're watching Rose of Versailles alongside that. So please come along and enjoy us uh, going through that. Uh, for $5, our movie podcast blockbusters on hiatus for the strike. Uh, but I'm playing Final Fantasy Tactics most weeks, uh, that comes out on Sunday jackson's doing extra beach houses but those are freely available but you know they are part of supposed to be part of the five dollar package so how uh, your dollars do support it and for ten dollars a month you get voip life uh which is twice a week about some bullshit um we're about to record the one that'll be coming out of most recent to when this episode releases uh, i don't know what's gonna be about but we have dia joining us as a guest so that's gonna be fun uh, prob- we're probably going to talk about wizardry a little bit because Dia is a wizardry re-release hater, and I would like to examine that.
1: Couldn't <laughs> uh, me. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, what a cool thing to do. I have no emotional I, I bought involvement. it, played
0: half an hour, and uh, it's 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 in a kind of a rough state. I had a weird bug where my my healer died, and then I went back to the inn and rolled a new healer, because the game's like, hey, if someone dies and you can't afford to revive them, just let them go. You can make a new one. You're you're level one anyway. Who cares? And I did that, and then I went back into the dungeon, and then my dead healer revived and replaced the creative character I made. Um, what? <laughs> yeah. There's some bugs in that game right now. <laughs> i mean it's only it's 1, an early uh, access 0. 0.1 like it's yeah. it's it's real early they've been open yeah. about
1: how that game's real early
0: yeah, yeah yeah. um they have like a yeah they have some weird stuff in there i'll talk about it when i'm a little further in when they fixed up a little bit um but uh yeah. So look forward to that. That's a $10 tier. Thank you as always for supporting us. If you'd like to rate and review us on iTunes uh, or other podcast networks, whatever you use that you can rate a podcast on, please do it. It helps. Uh, if you like this, share it around, uh, retweet the posts. If you're on a social media network we you're not on um, and you like the podcast, maybe let people know if uh, episodes you like. Uh, because it helps it really does help and i thank everyone for your support if you'd like to talk about this and other games and other stuff come to the discord the link in that is in the on the website com. i think that's everything so we that's can get out of here
1: yeah cool da, games da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah it's a good it's a good sound effect
2: Yeah, I'm Captain Dance! The the Captain Dance! Captain The Captain